You're now listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast, baby, with your host, Phenom Black, Miss Music Lover, Twan Burgundy, and Silent X. This podcast ain't free. Well, maybe it is, but you better listen, niggas. Like, if I look at something like an MD, that, yeah, like you chop half the shoe off. Exactly. Oh, it no. looks incomplete. See, I'm not like that. <laughs> like, like, when I look at the community gardens or I look at like the SBs, the black and gray joints that they released, I like that shit on a low better. When I see them in a high form, I'm like, that don't, it don't work the same. Like, if they had a mid or high dunk for the community the gardens, it wouldn't hit the same. It, would, it wouldn't look The lows right. look better when people were wearing baggier jeans. Like, now all the jeans are so fucking small, they look strange to me. I don't know, man. I don't it's know. You put a low it. with a good pair of socks and some shorts, I think you're fine. Dude, I used to, I mean, again, I, as a dude that wore plenty of Air Force Ones, with some baggy ass jeans stepping on the damn <laughs> on the back of it. Oh, I appreciate that bag. I'm not talking about Jinkos. I'm just saying like this nigga Jinko Paco. Yeah. But like I look, that's why that's why I like that's like, why I love the high man because you can high man, you put your jean, you put your jean right in that tongue. You know what I mean? You got the whole shoe out, looking dope. Still works. Bro, so I don't know what it's called. I don't know what this what the cuff is called. Um I can't remember the name. But I was just on YouTube. I was like, I know these fucking dress nerds and figured out a way to cuff jeans to where I ain't got to like step on them no more or whatever. And there is a fold. Well, my cuff game is official. That I've been doing. That shit works. Like it just, it's the best. Nigga, I can cuff my pajamas now. Like it, it works that fucking well. <laughs> I was like, I'm never stepping on my pants. I haven't stepped on my pants in like three or four weeks, no matter what shoes I got on. Long as I put this cuff in, it works. And it don't look ridiculous. Like, it's not no big-ass cuff. It's a little thin cuff where you just tuck and fold it up once, and it holds. I'm like, I don't know why niggas didn't think of this in high school. This this shit is great. It's the key, man. Because them big-ass cuffs That's the best hit. part about wearing skinny jeans is that they're easy to cuff. I just brought some tapered joints, like, earlier this week. And then I was like, but my cuff game is strong right now. I don't even need them tapered anymore. The whole the hard part about tapered as a as a as a as a guy right here that you know I got I got calves bigger than some people's thighs like you know (laughs) well that's why I I wear Levi's five elevens because they're stretchy and they still will fit my dude let's see now I could do that I'm just talking like in like joggers and stuff like that man yeah Mm -hmm. like, I haven't worn jeans. I literally haven't worn jeans since March. And that's the new style Usually. now with the fucking sweats and the joggers. They yeah. are all slimmed uh, down yeah. towards the bottom. Like, mm. uh, Keisha, Keisha looked at me one time and she was like, you look like one of them dudes that's in the gym that just only do calf raises. She was, she, she was like, she's like, she's like, there's, she's, there's a white guy out there that wants, that's like, that's going to a doctor to get calf implants. So like, I want his legs. <laughs> and I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> also, yeah, your goals, bro. I know, but like when I when, when I'm sitting there and and every time I, every time I, I I bend down, I can feel but but uh, the breeze on your ankles for the fabric flex. <laughs> <laughs> Shit feel weird. Like it's a it's a nice like I need somebody to make a big nigga taper, right, bro? That's the key. It can't, it can't be the skinny because like the skinny junk is skinny, skinny. Your it's your your skinny. your legs gotta be thin. They gotta know like, where the taper it at. Tight. They gotta know it. It we, big niggas with niggas big with big legs don't need much taper. Category, yeah, for real. For Very important category, man. Don't like, need much taper, dog. Like it's right at the bottom of the ankle. It's where it's the thinnest. 
get it right there. But don't be trying to taper oh. it any further up than that because I mean, them pants, it's, it's, it's going to stretch. It's not going to work, nigga. Y'all be trying to taper at the knees and stuff. Bro, like, nah, you got to, it's a slight. Like, I need to go to design school and talk to somebody. Like, let me talk to you. Cause, I don't understand. Because y'all get, the, you'll get the race right, right? You know what I mean? You'll get a pair of joggers that fit, get the race right. And I look, and from the, I'm lower half, like, I'm, I'm one of them, I'm one of them dudes that, that's gonna always be built like a lineman. You know, if I was running the combine, they'd be like, look at this nigga's trunks. Like, look at this shit. That nigga, right there, he's gonna move some people. All right. So when you come up there, like, if you get it where it fits the waist, then why, why, why can't I feel Bro, my leg below, of the my ankle, right like, below my knee? Because you're cutting off circulation. Like, how did you, how did you get all this right and wide and, and perfect and then taper it down to, you literally started around the bottom of the tree trunk and then the taper is one of the top little teeny branches. I just don't want just I just don't want my pants to look like everything is capris. Like I don't want I don't want it to look like that. Because that's unnecessary and it's now, unfair to me. That, I guess that is another thing for joggers for me being a tall guy. You would put something on that fit and it was just it would literally be right below my calf muscle. If you like, want that's me to the pull my pants be. up, you want me to pull my pants up, but you don't want to make them long enough. I just don't. It's not like, fair to me. What is the inseam of this, Bruh. <laughs> That is just this. It's, it's it's kind of infuriating. So, and then it's COVID season, Dude. so I can't go go try these pants. So I'm not trying no pants Man. right now. Look, I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't know if y'all watched it. Y'all y'all watch uh y'all uh the Rihanna's fashion show. Nah, I did not. But I saw some of the pictures from it on Twitter. As a nigga, I've watched both of them, and they're great because they're just great <laughs> fashion shows. So I was gonna watch it when it came out. Mm-hmm. Man. She repping up here for the big niggas. I oh, saw yeah, that. Absolutely. I saw that ad. I, I pictures of, like the boxes and shit online. I'm watching the shit. I mean, I mean, dude. I mean, just in the but in the show. Yeah, yeah no, I figured it's big ass niggas flipping. There was one big. They was yeah. I mean, he won't flip it. He was dancing. He was dancing his ass off though. I was about to say another big ass nigga out there just looking brolic as shit. That nigga scared me. Like there was a factory scene, and a nigga came walking <laughs> in like he was mad at everybody. For taking a break and dancing instead of making Bruh, he's still uh, mad Rihanna's at niggas for taking a lot of big shirts like, losing high school. Finally. <laughs> that nigga that nigga was broad as fuck. But like it was like it was funny though, because I remember I saw a bunch of guys come up there and talk about it. And I was like, Yeah, man, that is that is part like, you know, they got women, they got men, they're starting to get, you know, you know, more size and more inclusive for women, which is great. They should do that. And now it's like now it's like big guys like, hey man. Can we get something in here too? Can we get some stuff that's like designed and fitted, look nice? Right. You know what I mean? For different size guys. You know, cause guy might be, look, you seen him. Guy might be big as shit up top. Got and tiny at the bottom. Like Jack you know? from Tekken. Yeah. Bruh. You know what I mean? Like he he round. He like he like a he he literally look like an apple walking on two two picks. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, you know what I mean? Like, so like. His like he need like a leg. He need he need a waist that's wide, but the leg might not be that long. You know right. what I mean? Or this he's other nigga over here. Exercises. Or the other nigga over here. He just big as shit. He just need he need he need wide and long. He his inseam is like thirty. Scale all proportions up to maximum. I'm just, just saying, respect my struggle. Yeah. Respect my struggle, and make the pants work because it don't make no <laughs> sense. Okay, and stop charging me extra for pants that y'all ain't put the extra effort into. I don't appreciate that either. <laughs> They'd be like, no, right. nigga, it's more fabric. <laughs> I stopped shopping at Casual Mail or Double XL or whatever the fuck it's called because they think changing Duh. the name, changing Duh. the product because they mark up prices Duh. on us. Okay, you, Casual XL and DXL, them niggas. It's discrimination. Oh, I don't appreciate them it. Them niggas, 
you will buy one polo that ain't polo. <laughs> right. $45. Their regular house, their regular in-house polo shirt is like $40, $50. 10% polyester, oh, 2% oh. Satine, no, no, negative 5% Okay, we're not talking about their polo, like their branded shirt. We're talking about Harbor just Bay, their nigga. basic. You're talking about Harbor Bay. Just t- go ahead and call it out. You're talking about <laughs> yeah. Harbor Bay. You're, talk, Harbor you're talking about Harbor you Bay and you're talking about that Oak brand, whatever the you, fuck that you Oak know, brand You is. know right now, Mike, your ass can go right now, go to Target and get you a polo for like $12.99 and that should be right. right. It'll be, just, yeah, it'll be that's all us. you need, right? If I you want to go in a little high end and get you a name brand, you're going to pay a little more, but you expect that, right? Sure. You know what I mean? You know, you know you, if you're going to get a full, you, you know, like polo Ralph Lauren, you know, I'm going to pay yeah. a little more. But no, you go in there, it is $50 off top for, for just their regular ass junk. For Harbor Bay, and, nigga. And then if you get a Harbor Bay, that <laughs> might be 60 And if you get a Polo, you might as well buy a suit Bruh, at that point. I, I, it's disgusting. <laughs> That's what you're at. Lord, and I hope you, you, don't, well I hope you don't need a jacket. I hope you don't need a jacket. Oh, my God. Like any any jacket, hundred dollars starting off. Because they, they used $100 worth of fabric for the fat people, clearly. That's what you need to take people to. That's what you need to take. Somebody took me there and said, hey, man. Look at all this stuff. Look at how much clothes cost. I'd be like, you know what? I need to go to the gym. Nigga, I lose listen, listen, I can't afford this. Look, <laughs> I can't afford this, this shit. Twan, I went to the I went to the fucking site right now. I want you to go look. Go go to dxl.com and I want you to look at what this white man has on and tell me that that is not a fucking ten dollar uh, uh, Burlington coat outfit that he ain't got on. I bet you that shit cost two hundred dollars. Hold up. Oh, the one, co- oh, the, oh, this little white man. The white man standing next to the couch in the treasure chest. A, okay, this nigga got on. He got on jeans. <laughs> he has on a regular cream hoodie. Regular. Hold on, go back to my first white man. And he has like a little kind of flannelish shirt over top of it, not a full flannel. Right. I know right now that whole outfit. Is, that is outfit is five hundred dollars. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> that, Easy. That I might have to put that outfit on layaway. That outfit is five hundred dollars. Okay. Hold on, I'm about to go look up what a hoodie is switch. I'm about to go look one up right now. Just, just, just disgusting. Harbor Bay moisture wicking pocket t-shirts, thirty dollars. Are you serious? It's Harbor Bay. Wait, are you serious? Wait, yes. Wait, wait, wait. I'm looking at this outfit now, Bruh, That outfit There's like four hundred dollars. Actually, cost that much. That yeah, outfit, oh, like man, you ain't never been to that store. <laughs> just, I'm telling that you, outfit. I'm telling you, the outfit four hundred dollars. Right. And not only do they discriminate against They are lying up here. Nigga, I just went to the polo section. They said this polos right now are $26 to $35. Mm. When and where? When has it ever been that? They're going to fall apart as soon as you walk out the store. You've been in that store. The most I've gotten is like, they'll be like, all right, this one polo is like $60. If you buy two, though, you get it for $45. Here's the thing about DXL that makes it even fucking worse because they changed their name again. Not only this is cheaper. This is cheaper. This not is, only this do is we get cheap ass fabric in there for big niggas, right? If you actually want the good fabric, you are gonna spend the grip. But you gonna spend the grip if you. It's, it's supposed to be a store for big niggas. But if you go above you like a four X, the price goes up on stuff. Like hold up, bro. exactly. That's stupid as hell. Hold up, bro. So you mean you gonna treat us just like Levi and everybody else treat us? <laughs> you gonna make the <laughs> come on, bro? Like little niggas, the price don't change from a small to a two X. Y'all ain't treating them like that. Why we get a a two x or three x and then ten dollars up every x after that? Why is this Tommy Bahama shirt one hundred and twenty five dollars, bro? Tommy Bahama. Tommy what, Bahama. I, is that a brand that I know of? Tommy. Like, is that gonna it's be like some old white man fishing shirt? 
Bruh. But it's a just a blue ass shirt with a marlin stitched into it. And it's These niggas got the nerve to actually have a brand section in the menu. So you can actually look at the bullshit brands. So we got Oak Hill. We got that fucking <laughs> Harbor Bay. <laughs> like who are who are these brands? Who are they? Synergy. Synergy is one of their favorites. That's one. No E. Synergy without the E. That's one <laughs> he of said favorites. no E. Just Synergy. <laughs> that is one of their favorites. Oh, they got Psycho oh. Bunny. You can get some Psycho Bunny shirts. Psycho Bunny. Yeah, they got Fila. They got Fila. Also, $125. Let's see what, let's see what Nautica got. Let's look at some casual oh my, nope, don't, shirts. Don't do it to yourself. Go look at some gold series. Don't look at that Nautica. All right. Nautica track jacket is $140. A track jacket. I get a track. I'm getting a tra- if I'm getting a track jacket, I'm getting a track jacket from Adidas. They've been doing it for years. That shit better be reversible with a hoodie and thermal insulation. Or else I'm going to Columbia to get my jacket. Because I can get these a jacket pants, for the same These Nautica pants ain't that bad. How much are they? I mean, it's $70. Exactly. $70. I mean, again, it is Nautica. But if you wore a smaller size Nautica, you get the Nautica for somewhere. Listen, these. if you go to the brand section, you know they show you the number of items under that brand for whatever section. So yep. I'm in shirts, right? And I just put up all the brands. Guess who got the most shirts in DXL for big niggas? Well, I know the answer because I'm looking at it. So I don't know the answer. So go ahead. Harbor Bay. Psycho Bunny. Harbor Bay. No, Harbor Bay. I was, was going to be Psycho Harbor Bunny. Harbor Bay has the most 278 styles for big niggas. You ain't never seen Harbor yeah, that's Bay the no house, That's the house special, baby. Oh, that's my the, God. The weld beverage in the bar, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> they got that. You know, look, you know when you go to the bar, you know when you go to the bar and you be like, it, we get the well, and they be like, the well's $20. You would be like, you know what? This ain't the bar for me. New. That's this called not, going to a bar in Manhattan. This is not the bar for me. Already. Let me get a rum and coke. They're like, all right, cool, twenty seven ninety five. And you're like, you're like, what? Is this a new coke that I don't know about? What the fuck like, is original? Is, it's not even coke. It's Shasta Cola and fucking. That's what I'm saying. Did Willie Wonka touch this coke? What happened? Two North Face jackets. That shit came straight out of a plastic bottle, and they charging. Nigga, twenty seven fifty. I could buy Aristocrat brand. Yeah, that's the, whole really company. the whole company really can and then and then okay then they go and they get models right they don't even shoot the models right the big nigga models don't look right at all and then they take regular sized men and have them modeling shirts that you know ain't for big niggas like dog I'm looking at one of these polos with the collar popped and I'm like that man it's look the purple like- one right yeah, sir yes <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Is, that nigga's hell, bro. That is a smooth medium. He is a medium. Dude, my look, my girl would tell me all the time. She loves when she looks at like a um, like she goes to look at an outfit, and they have multiple women. Like, like you know, you the you know you look at a shirt and you, like you can see like different sides and all that shit. Of the shirt, yeah. But, like every time she flips, it's like a different woman wearing it. Cause she gets to see it in like different body types. That makes sense. Because you because you know you might see somebody she. She like, look, okay, this shirt look good, but I need to see this with somebody who got some titties. Like, like you right, sitting here right. with a cup. Like, I don't that shirt ain't gonna work and for me. Take, and they take you know the care mean? to shoot those people. But these big niggas in these shirts, if you scroll down these Harbor Bay images, they just look like I don't want to look like that. That's how you look at them. You look at the shirt. I don't want to look like that. If if the nigga in that's modeling the big and tall for me looks like what what I want my after picture to look like. Then this is not the nigga that should be modeling this. Bro, I'm big telling shit. you, all the big nigga images look awkward. Like it just don't look right. 
Y'all need some reg- y'all need some regular ass big nigga models. Y'all need to just find some niggas on, on the street. You can they are on Instagram. They just didn't want to pay big niggas to come model these clothes because they know them niggas would look at them and be like, Mm-mm, I don't wear that. <laughs> I don't wear Harbor. I don't you can't model Harbor Bay. You know what? If you if you listen to this show right now, you a big nigga. Put it in 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 the chat somewhere. Put I mean that in the chat in the uh in the group on Facebook, man. Like Put in where you shop at. Put in where you get clothes at. Let's help us. Uh, let's let big hey, niggas helping other big niggas. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean. I just you know, think you gotta play, need to stop showing skinny like your niggas. Girl gotta, your girl know where she shop at. She talk to other people. Just stop you know showing. I mean? Stop showing skinny niggas what they look like in clothes. Y'all all look the same, bro. It's images of y'all everywhere in skinny clothes. I want to see what big niggas can look like if somebody cares about the clothes we putting on big niggas. <laughs> that's what that's what I want to see. You know what I'm saying? That uh, what's the rapper name? A uh, chica. Chica got a whole fucking ad in New York with them showing what a big woman could look like in some clothes when it's done right. I need that for big niggas. Can we get this, please? I was like, man, Lizzo out here breaking boundaries. Where is the Nike big nigga? We need a big nigga. We need a big nigga. Where is Rick the... Ross should be doing this. Why are you There's doing so this, Rick Ross? so many fucking football players that you easily could find famous big niggas. Dude, there is so that that's what you should get because they like a person like a football player. Those people who you be like, oh, they're in great shape. Yeah, but when you six seven at like two seventy, man, you ain't wearing mediums, right? Like, oh no, it's <laughs> like that shit Absolutely ain't just not. Especially, yeah. and when you six seven three seventy, then you definitely not wearing the mediums. Like you know, what I mean? big cats out there, man, and they millionaires. They got to dress clean too. These niggas cheap, dog. They, got, they, they, got, they, they got got tailors though, man. Tall people. They, I know you're absolutely big, right. Fucking terrible. Every big nigga need a tailor. That's what it is, and we can't afford them. We need, uh, we need. Um, I just uh, I need I need to you can't even go physically see your tailor now. No, I need a tailor. And then I need a tailor too that's gonna get the good fabric. We need we need fabric innovation for big Lord, niggas. One of these niggas don't even have shoes on. What the fuck? What kind of you know what? I'm over this website. <laughs> I'm a, look, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm the one thing I'm very happy about is like like Mike said, I ain't been wearing pants or jeans this entire summer. It's been straight joggers and basketball shorts for your boys. Ashley told me to stop wearing pajama pants every day. I'm like, but they different. Oh, no, nah, like, we about that life in this house, baby. Dude, I, I threw on some jeans one day because I had to go somewhere. And I'm very happy they still fit. Oh, nigga, I do I'm that test every two weeks. They I still, they still, they, look, 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 <laughs> they tight. I'm about, yeah. to, I'm about to do some lunges. Do some walking. <laughs> I do that test every two weeks. It's like, like Ashley's car because we don't, we still got her old car. I go out and I start that bitch up every two weeks and make sure it's still run. Got to put these jeans on every two weeks to make sure they still fit. Because <laughs> it's been uh, a lot of pajama pants days. I put regular clothes on the other day just to go to the store. And Ashley was ready to rub me down. She was like, look at you looking like a person <laughs> instead of walking around here in pajama pants. I was like, dude, no, my, I like girl, my, my girl pants. be getting, I be coming downstairs in an old shirt as a pet. And I'm looking at, we better go to the store. She looking good. I'm like, I got to go change now. Cause I'm Bruh. out with you, like <laughs> she's like this whole time I get to wear shit. Damn, I did. I had these fucking um, I had these. Uh, I don't even know how to na- say the name is Israel or whatever Yeezys in here for a minute, and I had worn them with nothing but my pajama pants. I put them shits on with some blue jeans. I was like, oh, that's what oh, these look what, like what, in this, the real world. Okay, this, this is what this is what fashion looks like. This is what <laughs> these could look like. And then I I took a picture and I showed my dad. He was like, damn, them, they look nice with some blue jeans. I said, Do you only go get to see I that did. once because <laughs> the rest of the money is pajama Man. pants. Going right. I'm back so to happy though that my ass did not have to wear any type of work clothes during this hot ass summer. Oh, that's oh, one man. thing, nigga. I told somebody. I said, look, I'm about to just break some. We. I'm about to go 
non-binary with some people just throw a dress on. It's too goddamn hot. It's hey, really man, hot. Men out here in pants and shit, you know what I mean? I don't, don't make no damn sense, man. I gotta, I gotta come to be professional. I gotta come in eight layers in the summertime. Get them kill, tell them you're Scottish by heritage, and if they question you, then they're racist. Then but you, you know what I mean though. Like, you, like people be looking at you, and they'd be like, like, oh, it's the summertime. Like, why, why is my summer, my summer suit, my winter suit? That's still a lot of layers. This um, <laughs> don't make no goddamn. I just sense. know yeah, I realize hey, I got tell a lot you of right now, man. Like wearing a suit to a job is kind of the stupidest shit in the world. No, it's like, really we stupid. are all adults. Why it's are we doing really this stupid and. Like you're like, supposed to be seriously. proving something to these fucking dinosaur managements, but yeah, my closet is a waste of clothes right now. COVID had it, that's one of the bit that's one of the ten things, ten top the top ten things I learned from COVID. My closet is full of clothes that I actually don't like and don't need, <laughs> and the only reason that I have them is because I have to go to to a job five days a week, the and they gave me a dress code. About my job is the wardrobe is literally jeans Dude, and t-shirt. There is no like. You, because people are like, well, you got to go to job presentable. Like, look, there's a difference between sloppy and being formal. Like, I don't need Correct. to be in all this shit. Do I need to look put together? Yes. <laughs> Do I need to look like I tried? Yes. Why can't I just come to work wearing yeah. shit I like? Like my new pair of Jordans, but, some jeans. I, what are you saying? I can't do networking. I can't fix computers bro, if I'm not yeah. in a suit and tie. Is that what you're trying to like, tell me? It literally it's all depends. Because, like, all of that shit is just for changing people's perception of you, right? Like you could be utterly incompetent at your job and come to school, come to work in like the slickest three piece suit with a fucking pocket watch and a pocket square and like dress to the nines and be terrible at your job. Bruh. And you could roll in there with a t shirt and some shorts on and be fucking phenomenal. It's literally just us psyching I, ourselves out about. I what think it just. I think we quote unquote, good at their job is for some reason. Most of the stuff in this country just stopped at a certain time. Just like jobs just oh, stopped yeah. progressing at oh, like 1960. Yes, yep. Everybody wore suits. And I'd be looking at you and they'd be like, well, everybody wore suits. I said, yeah, they didn't have no job. That's why we, that's why time has went forward and we made all these other fabrics and comfort and all this shit <laughs> because we got, because that shit is uncomfortable. I guarantee you right now, I take some of these outfits back to somebody in 1920 when they work and they're going to be like, you know what? This is nice. I like Wish this. Wish we'd have had these this at works the time. Better. You tell me niggas would there. be out working like actual hard jobs like on a construction site in hard bottoms versus the Air Max 90s <laughs> with gel inserts I was wearing today. Are you kidding? Nigga, I'll bring you I'll bring you some actual work boots, boots that got some comfort in them. Your boots yeah. are just just you just walking on a wood plank. Here, look at this. What's that? Yeah, that's you feel that? So now many you be people, looked. so many people, so many of our elders with bad backs would have great backs today. If they didn't have to yes. wear or walk around in that shit. And it, it just Absolutely. it just doesn't make any fucking sense because when something needs to be fixed at three in the morning, you know what I don't do? Put on a pair of fucking slacks <laughs> and a polo shirt before I log into the machine to fix that shit. And as black people in general, it's really like it's it's like a double meaning for us for for us to think that we're dressing to be presentable. We already black. In most people's eyes, we're not presentable when we walk in the first place anyway. We're already undervalued. They're not, they're gonna think we're underskilled. They don't think we're as yeah, I give black people a pass, like because when my grandfather and shit was coming up, like people didn't have that much nice shit. So you want to look like that? It's like a, a matter of pride to like look like you got they all your shit. They wanted to wear that stuff. The yeah, they wanted to dress like that. that right. I'm just saying, like I give black people a pass. I'm just like, no. I'm saying. I'm just it, saying. If I'm saying when when your job tells you, you that the reason they giving you a dress code is so you can look formal and presentable, or so so people don't judge you. Or your work ethic based on your attire. 
that for black people, we already know that's bullshit. We getting shot and oh, killed yeah. in suits. So it I don't matter what we put Some of the most professional people I know got face tattoos. And that's 100%. Dude, I, every time I look at it, though, I'll be like, the ones, people who have jobs that don't face people, I really don't get it. Like, at least, like, my job, I'm sitting there with people all the time. Like, yeah, I, yeah, you there's gotta, a, there's gotta a certain, all day, and, he, and even then, man, a good pair of dark wash jeans or some all black jeans <laughs> that are, that are, <laughs> that are, honestly, that, a black t-shirt, that, you, jobs that, are, that you look clean, that are fitted right, and I just throw a polo on with that, so some Stan Smiths or something, and I'm good. Like, that's, that's all I used to wear. I was comfortable. I was like, yo, I was, I could be in here all day. I look good. It went to time. Throw a nice little, like, little sweater on something with it. I'm still wearing jeans and shit. I ain't got to sit here and ready slacks all but goddamn also, day. Free range like, motion, the my people nigga. who had to go to places and they don't ever see a client, you don't ever see nobody, and you still got to wear all. Why are we wearing this? It's because why? we see management. That's why it's theater. It has man. nothing to do. Why are they wearing it? I feel like don't clients. ain't you ain't you uncomfortable? Bruh, because they <laughs> actually so it's so it's like management actually meets. They actually meet with people from other companies and they're doing sales and. They're negotiating. But all of y'all could still right? all dress casually and then it wouldn't But they hold to us either. to the same standard as them. Now, when it comes to my paycheck, they don't. But when it comes to us being in the same damn building, they're like, if I can wear a suit and tie every day, you should have to do Like, it's the same. It's that stupid shit. Well, and then you go like, well, then maybe you shouldn't wear it either. But I'm just saying, if you, did, if you get to drive a fucking Maserati to work every day, if that's the case, then I should get to drive a Maserati to work every day. Since we judging each other based on what we're reflecting, what we're projecting out we into all the world. Equals, let's dip yeah. in paychecks up equals yeah. real quick, bro. Like, nobody's saying you can't have a dress code. Because I feel like if I had a couple out dress code, because I'm going to have shit that you just can't wear. Like, yeah. you ain't coming in in pajamas. <laughs> or Confederate <laughs> like, flag you, shirt. You know, you come in and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Confederate. Like, you know, I'm going to have stuff. But, shoes. I don't want to see nasty ass feet. Yeah, but I'm gonna be like, hey, be comfortable, look presentable. I feel like that should be enough for grown ass people. That's the one less look dress you gotta presentable. worry about. That's one less dress you gotta worry about. And I'm a person that actually it's weird. When I go to work, I grab I grab I grab the what I call the uniform, which is the khaki pants and the button up shirt or the polo shirt, and I throw it on. You know what I really don't do? I really don't iron my work clothes. I really don't care if I pull them fresh out of the dryer or whatever. I don't give a fuck because I know I'm just going to work to sit at work. But then when we go to like family events and I'm pulling out a t-shirt that I like, or I'm pulling out a polo shirt that I only wear when we go out in some jeans, I'm steaming them shits. I'm ironing them. I'm trying to make them look crisp and everything. I actually fucking care about the clothes that I'm putting on and the way they look on me versus the job that's paying me for 40 hours a week to show up in what they deem to be formal or business fucking casual when I work on a fucking computer all day long. Like, who am I presenting myself to constantly? Look, is the systems running? All right, then leave me alone about what I'm wearing, dog. Like, it ain't that serious. I ain't coming here shirtless with sandals on. And the only dress code we have is wear black so you're not sticking out on stage. Other than that, literally, it doesn't Yeah, matter. you don't want to be the hyper pink shirt nigga running up to fix the mic. Yeah, right, exactly. But other than that, man, do whatever the fuck you want. You know, sleeves, who cares? Oh, is it a shirt um, that's covering your chest? you fine. R.I.P. U Street uh, Music Hall. That's it. They had to close down due to Damn. COVID. They were and they were amping up too. Like they were getting. They had redesigned a little bit. They were bringing bands through regularly. They, that was one of the popping spots, and now they're gone. Because the fucking government refused. They refused to pass a new stimulus before the election. 
That's small business. Like, they, they, they didn't do small nine, business seven. loans right. They didn't do that right. I know. Like, I, we, at least they gave three, it to big businesses. At least three places we ate at regularly that made really good food are gone. The little um Spanish spot on the corner in my crib, gone. They had to shut down. So I'm like, well, there goes my Mexican hotspot. Like, can't get my, um, uh, uh, what's it? Pariario, Pariario, whatever. I can't get my shit no more. What? So mad. I don't know, nigga. That's how I say it. They know what I'm talking about. <laughs> get them what he said. That shit is, 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 is kind of fucking sad. And what are we doing now? We're having debates and our president has COVID, but it's fine because he quarantined for three days <laughs> and he's, and he's, he's, he's well. Allegedly now. 100% fine. 110, Mike. 110. Oh, my bad. My the COVID, bad. according to him, the COVID actually made him stronger. He's never felt better. So never I've... felt better. What is happening? I'm done. I am. I am. I'm just look. I got my ballots in the mail today. I'm gonna fill them out and put them in a Dropbox. And I took a. I took the fourth off. <laughs> I'm going to sleep that day. I'm not. I'm not. Y'all not gonna hear from me till the fifth. Nigga, I, 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 I dropped. We dropped our ballots off last weekend. Cause we, you know, we we got them sitting here, fill them out, and then we just went. We like, all right, let's go to the place and just fill it up to just drop it off, right? Because in Virginia now, they, like you could just do absentee, like voting anywhere. You don't have to have a reason. Yeah, dude, we get up there. There's lines around the door. It's, it's not. And a game. the people there, like it's been like it's they'd be like like it's been like this every weekend. It's not. A That's game. what they say. Like every like like in the week every week, this line is. And this is just for the early vote. There's like the line is out there. It's not a game right now. Like people ain't people, people ain't playing, man. People coming out. People are <laughs> mad. Okay, people are mad. My man got the COVID. Left the hospital, left Walter Reed, nigga left Georgia the house, and went to Bethesda to joyride. He left a hospital that's better than a lot of people's living spaces, bruh. Yes, bruh. This this suite he was in is better than everybody. Like we in twenty twenty, like what the people like? Well, he couldn't work there. Yeah, he can. They literally got everything. They bring everything he needs there. He's the if he actually did, if he actually he did work, work anywhere. If he I actually just, did work, what's, but, what's, right, right, like, right. But I'm just saying that you telling me the president of the United States can't get what he needs to work anywhere on literally Earth. This nigga could work in space if they really wanted to do it. Be really good though. Be like Matt Damon and shit, in the Martian. Dude, Dude yeah. and it, I think it's thirty. It's up to thirty-four people. Jesus, in and around that, in, in and around that White House. Eric, he touched Eric. You and know I, he touched everything. He a little kid. You know no. he brought through the White House and, and touched I, everything. The people I feel bad for, I really feel bad for the White House staff. The White yeah, House the staff was minding their own business, just doing their they, fucking. They the job. people that's there, no matter who the president is, right? Correct. Like these are people who be, there. There's people there who be working there their lifetimes. There are people that have been working there their lifetime, and they, they pass that spot down to their children. They've right? seen three, so, four, five presidents go by. It's a, it's a, it's. I mean, it's a good job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But these are basic people trying to get, just trying to work, and you out here. Just, just being willfully ignorant, just literally being like, "Oh, I gotta go to the hospital." All right, they, they ain't the fact that you, okay, you tested positive, then you went to the hospital, and then you came back, and everybody's like, "All right, cool, did he test negative before coming back?" Right? He, has he taken another test? Uh, and then somebody uh, had the audacity to say, "Joe Biden can't help because he doesn't have firsthand knowledge of the disease." Nigga, that was so. So, so when I'm he like, got it, so when so when Trump got it, I seen a lot of people talking about like. There's no way he can spin this into a positive thing for himself. And I'm like, 
y'all really don't understand how stupid Trump's people are. All he has to do is be like, I survived, I survived COVID nineteen, and that's why y'all should vote for me because I'm clearly the strongest oh, president. Oh, they got comm- they right. got a hundred dollar commemorative uh, coins about him surviving COVID. Dude, it he can take he can say literally anything, and yes, it's a stupid side to it. Like it's like it's a it's a logical <laughs> side to it where you go that makes no sense, and he's an idiot for saying it, and you're an idiot if you believe him. But since all of the people that are voting for him are idiots and they believe him, this now works in his favor for that group. There's no, there's nothing that can happen to him that he cannot spin in his favor because that's how dumb the people voting for him are. So never believe that it's nothing he can do. Don't two things. Don't believe there's nothing he can do that he can't spin into a positive thing for himself. And don't believe that it's anything that he can say that is going to make people want to vote for him. Not vote for him. If you think these things are true or not true, you're being stupid. Just, you, you, you're lying to yourself. Okay? People that's going to vote for him is going to vote for him no matter what. He could punt a baby on television right now and they will vote for him. Yeah. Dude, I, when I, I've always said that he literally had the perfect thing going into uh, an election year. Like, People would try to drum up wars and stuff or small altercations just so they can be seen as solving it, right? Yes, definitely. This nigga had a full-on pandemic that nobody, even his worst in it, I can't stand the man. And I didn't fault him for the pandemic. You can't do nothing about that. (laughs) He could have sat there and just literally tried to put stuff together, did what he had to do, and probably walked into another thing. Bro, he didn't even have to try. Walk. All he had to do was go, y'all take care of it. That's all he had to do. Dude, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Hey, uh, I'm going to turn it over to the doctors. Take care of it. <laughs> hey, sir, we need money for CDC centers and testing centers and take care of it. You got it. We need money to give to school so they can set up protective, so they can set up testing Areas and places for kids to come through and be separated. You got it. Here's a trillion dollars. Do what you need to do. Protect the country. By the way, New Zealand just announced that they got through their second wave of COVID and like twelve people got it. Bro, New Zealand. I think New Zealand was New Zealand the one where somebody said they traced it. They did tracing yes. all the way back to somebody catching it from a trash can top. Like that's how good their yeah. tracking was. They were not fucking around, and they back to doing shit again. Meanwhile, meanwhile, yeah, I think um, they only got it because somebody out the country came in. Yes, that is correct. Meanwhile, Regal Cinemas just realized they need to close. And AMC is out here talking about something. We're gonna make it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, y'all. Ain't. AMC up there like uh like the locks. <laughs> we gonna make it. it. They said, "Fuck that frail shit." <laughs> when the virus come in, it's gonna hit your ass like a fucking whale, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, it's, oh. it's, it's amazing to me. And then I saw an article where they tried to blame Tenet. And I'm like, but Tenet didn't put Tenet blame out. It. Warner Brothers put Tenet out. Like, nobody told them to do that. Don't Dude, be mad at Tenet. They were saying that, like, Tenet was going to be the movie to bring people out. And people were like, oh, man. No nah, this movie was going to be the movie to bring people there was, out. There was no. You could have put, put Marvel Infinity War 3 out for surprise. All Straight up. Back it back would have flopped. Would not Everything have would have flopped right now, bro. Niggas I'd have been like, man, going. I watch that when they get on Disney Plus. That's it. <laughs> Shit. Niggas did that. Put it on, on demand. It's gonna do numbers, but not in the theater. Dude, they could have killed there like like Iron Man ain't dead. 
Nigga, right. they could have did. They could have did Iron Man versus Captain America, the full fight at the end of Civil War for two hours, and niggas <laughs> you, would not you have did get to see. see that. Behind the scenes, behind the scenes, niggas would not have. It's an to see actual death match. One of these niggas gonna kill the other one. <laughs> God, Tommy McGuire Spider Man versus Andrew Garfield Spider Man versus Tom Holland Spider Man. One movie. One Spider Man walks Age away. Match. Nobody's going to see this movie because we not it's trying to die. <laughs> Y'all gonna be web slinging by yourself. Niggas could have put out the actual Snyder cut, still people wouldn't have went out. It's crazy. Like it was it, I don't I don't understand why we're being so stupid right now. But also, like, I'm just chilling in my crib because I, I can't take we're it. We're Americans, Brandon. And as a country, we're dumb as shit. Can't do it anymore, dog. Can't do it anymore. It's it's just it's sad. Like I know like I'm just waiting for the highlights from this Kamala Harris and <clears throat> and uh, a uh, Pence thing because that's all I want to see. I ain't, but, I ain't about to watch no highlights. I, I, I might watch the highlights. I'm definitely not watching the actual debate. Yeah, I'm not watching like, the debate. No. Why? What? All the debate should be is just Joe Biden and Kamala Harris just cussing them out and calling them pieces of shit. He told him to shut up. I, like, what man, else is there? My man told me, "Will you just shut up?" Turned into a whole that was shirt. Funny, but like. He should yeah, he should have dropped the f bomb in there. Like, yeah, shut the fuck up, man. What's wrong with you? Just turn it into a whole shirt. I'm t- I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Twan. Watching twenty seasons of the challenge has really made me understand America, the world, and everything better. <laughs> I just Dude, understand I it can't, better. I had to take a break, man. I had to take a full out break. I understand everything better now. Like, I understand that people are dumb and why people like bananas are leaders and why other people like like Corey think that they be doing shit but they don't be doing shit it's just why Anissa is the, the sister left behind like I just understand how the world works now much better it has allowed me to look at the news and be like oh that makes sense we are Americans let's look at our TV shit they, we're this stupid dude I mean look I, I swear other countries are watching us like, like a reality show yeah, they got to be it, it, it's how did we get into this position and then have the audacity to act like we still number one? We still the shit. <laughs> Word number one. Word number Cine- one. That's one of the funniest shirts I've ever seen in my life. Somebody had that. Cineworld they just took didn't out the close. Apostrophe and like, damn, that's accurate now. Cineworld didn't close theaters in, uh, in the whole world. They just closed down theaters in the UK and the US. Guess who's doing the worst with COVID? The UK and the US, and it's like I can't remember. I think it's India is the other country. Is the other genre. like yeah, India. India is just getting starting to get hit though. Yeah. And India has a hundred thousand deaths with a billion people. And right. We have like two hundred and fifteen thousand and three hundred thirty million people. So yeah, it's a huge difference. It's a huge difference. So even though they are doing bad, they are doing significantly better. Better than us. I I don't know. I don't know what to say. Right. So I've just been looking for other stuff to entertain myself. And <clears throat> I went to, uh, I put, I put, I put this post in the group and I, I'm trying to, this whole, this new age parenting thing has really got me confused, especially as a parent. Uh-oh. I think I'm an old age parent. What's, what are they Yeah, I think I might be too. Cause I'm, I'm definitely like, prog- I'm definitely progressive as fuck. Like I'm going to treat my kid like a human being, but some of this stuff that they be claiming parents be doing and shouldn't be doing, it's just kind of blowing my mind, dog. Like, I'm like, what? How am I supposed to have order in my house? 
<laughs> if I can't, you know, push it in order. It is, uh, I don't know how this sound is going to work. Let me see if this is going to fuck the system up. <laughs> when I do this, it might. But... I've been avoiding this all day just because I felt like at some point we were going to talk about it. Oh, absolutely. I don't know what this is, so I'm, yeah, I'm ready yeah. to go. Here we go. Trash out real quick. Hey, I need you to come take that trash out real quick. I'm in the middle of an online game, but can I do it right after I'm Absolutely out? not. Let's go. Hold up. Hold up. Parents, let me explain something real quick. Just in case y'all didn't know, online games, that's like if she was playing a real game. And I made her say, Mr. Referee, can you pause the game real quick and let me have her come over here and take the trash out and let all of her teammates down? Here's the deal with online games. It's the same thing. You can't pause an online game and she's got teammates that she's going to let down if you just have her come take out the trash right now when we know that trash can wait for 10, 15 minutes, however long this online game takes. But here's the deal. Kids, if I let you do that, as soon as your online game is over, Please come take the trash out. Deal? 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 Do better. Listen. <laughs> Listen. As a person who plays online video games, that is one of the worst, stupidest fucking analogies I think I've ever heard. Because there oh, the analogy been, is the analogy is not a good analogy. There have been plenty of times where I've been like, hey, y'all just gonna have to let me die in the corner. I gotta run and do something real quick. And that's that's it, or uh, hold it down. I'm yeah, gonna go hide my dude. Playing professionally as an esports person, then they can fucking it'll be okay. Like you might lose the game, but you'll be all right. But this like but turned also, into a whole reasonable thing. Like yo, if my daughter was like, Dad, uh, can I finish this game of whatever real quick before I go do this shit? Like, okay, fine. If it's not time sensitive, then I probably won't care. Yeah, some now, parents if it's like won't. the fourth time I've asked you to do the shit, then yeah, I might there's, there's a bunch there's, of things they didn't there's take into consideration. There's a lot of backstory here. that needs to be told. Exactly. Yeah, there's a whole a lot. lot of things they didn't take into consideration here. There's like, like parents need to understand. So it just turned into a whole thread. And I was like, okay, I, I feel like I shouldn't read this thread, but I'm going to read this thread. So somebody responded and it was like this 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 person actually started a thread and the thread is like 348,000 hits or some crazy shit that out. is what yeah um i actually agree with him cuz i always thought it was annoying as fuck that parents want you to do everything on their time when it doesn't make a difference if i do the chore now or 15 minutes later it's all power trips okay see now oh. see that that's not what that man said Ooh. at all <laughs> that day with that ain't what that man said at all <laughs> so first that, thing, first that thing First thing, let's let's clarify something. Let's clarify something. Y'all love to say shit on Twitter that you would never say to your mama at the dinner table. <laughs> you would never ever in your fucking life show up to Thanksgiving and your mom asks you to take the trash out while they in there cooking and you go, hold up. I'm playing this game on my Switch, Ma. I'll take it out when I'm done. Your mama will smack you with the cornbread pan, if you said some shit like that, y'all need to get the fuck out of here with acting like y'all be living this life in real life that you be living on Twitter trying to start these damn conversations up. Like she said, my mom was like this and I hated it so much. She would wake me up on Saturday to clean something at 8 a.m. and I'd be like, why can't I get my proper sleep and then clean it at 11? 
What exactly is no bills, nigga? What exactly is the difference between now and eleven AM? About three hours, motherfucker. That's the difference. I don't <laughs> what? Honestly, the the answer is your mom's mental state because she tired of seeing the house look crazy, and then she wanted that shit to be clean. Also, that's your mom, so then they can relax the rest of the day. That's your mom's, which means she probably worked a full time job. She probably was feeding your ass. She probably was taking care of your ass, and all she asked from you was when it was time to get up and actually, you know, get the house in order so you could live in a clean place that you got up and helped. Like, yeah, we're not talking about unreasonable shit. It's not like she said, get up at three in the morning and like tar the roof and like apply, you know, shingles and shit and then go milk the cows and then go do this and that. And that. like, you're not living on a farm in the 1800s. You she said right. a lot Dude, of this like, shit parents do is just them power tripping. I'm doing quote. I'm doing this because I can because I'm the boss of you little human. Truly, that's all it is. They don't see children as their own people with feelings. Look, here's the thing. Everything because. I feel like whatever the people were saying after that, because either they ain't got sense themselves or honestly been traumatized <laughs> by their old parents, bad parents. Which is possible. It's very, yeah, very possible. Which is weird. Because what that white man was like, it sounded like we already got an agreement. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what like, it sounded like to me. We already got an agreement. I need you, I need you to take this trash out. All right? And, and when I said you take the trash out, I see you in there playing the game, which means, hey, you probably already came to me and got permission to play this game. I already know this, right? And I'm gonna be like, take trash out. And you have already shown me that if I can say go ahead and take trash out, that I know that I'm gonna sit here and within the next 10, 15, I'ma see the trash has been trash taken out. Going out. Yeah. And now we have a trust thing. <laughs> and I now know we coasting I, until you mess we that good. up. We good we money. Good. We good. You know what I mean? Every all of <laughs> look, the fact that the fact of the matter is. All of us have had that with our parents at some point. Absolutely. You had to earn it. You had to earn it. <laughs> yeah. You had to earn it, but and we all got there. That was time sensitive. It was like, yo, I need you to do this like right now. This yeah, like now if I need you to do reason, something. This needs to happen right now. This needs to happen right now. Because I look, I remember all the time. Like, hey, you black, you know, Saturday morning was we 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 cleaning. Absolutely. Yes. Like that's just the black, that's just the black thing. But my mom knew, hey man, Saturday morning cartoons. Listen, right? Yeah. I sat there and I'm, well, I enjoyed my Saturday morning cartoon. But here's the thing, and I'm right even, now, right around about eleven. But but how did right you around noonish, buddy? Yes, sir. <laughs> but that's Twan, when cartoons start to go off. Twan, yep. how did you even watch these cartoons? Did you buy the television yourself? Did you pay for the cable? How were you able? I ain't to got none of that. I ain't had none cartoons? of that. <laughs> I mean, did your mama whip you while you watched them? Was it with like no? They be acting like parents would just be abusing kids, and y'all wouldn't afford it nothing. Now, if I sat here and let's say the the Saturday before that, I ain't do what I was supposed to do. Then yeah, <laughs> I, ain't in do, trouble. I ain't do my shit. It might be I a different situation. Come yeah, next then, Saturday. then Saturday when I woke up, there was no longer. Oh, we know we got cleaning to do. It was the sheets getting pulled off. Bro, you're doing <laughs> everything off. now. Like, okay, so Let's then, go. So then somebody came in. The, the more I read this thread, the more I saw a lot of people empathizing. Ooh, with I, mean, hey, I mean, look, some people, some of these people might have been, they had some abusive parents. Like, and, and, and that's where therapy you might be the, needed. You got to know the difference. Like one person came in and she was like, my mom actually explained to me once I got older. Because in life, we don't always have the luxury of doing things on our time. And at times we have people we have to answer to. I don't want to go to work at 7 a.m., but I don't have the luxury or saying I can do it on my own time. 
And this person responded, yeah, but kids already wake up and go to school at 7 a.m. There are other disciplines in life that teach us that. Them yelling because a kid wants to finish a game before taking out the trash just breeds resentment. Oh, my God. Or also, they try to teach responsibility. How did, how did you respond? Right. right. You, you, you hit your mom with, Mom, I'm playing the game. Which these right people, with, which some of these it's kids so- do be doing now. Like, it- this this hey. whole this whole like the art of negotiation with your children as parents is kind of getting out of hand. I completely understand. Tre- I completely agree with treating your children like human beings, not treating them like property. Actually sitting down, talking to them about their emotions, having conversations in Discord, open Discord with them, so they don't have any problems coming to you with their actual problems, and they don't, and they're not scared to talk to you. Like you should foster relationships, more intimate relationships with your children. I completely agree with that. The whole kids are to be seen, not heard, or whatever bullshit that was from the past. That shit is not acceptable, and I don't agree with that. At the same time, I'm not about to be having a fucking political debate over what chores need to be accomplished and negotiation, <laughs> negotiating times and efforts and working around an eight-year-old's fucking play schedule to figure out when they're going to get this done. Like, do what you need to do so you can go do what you want to do. That's what we're going to operate now, on. It's, look, you can't... Look, negotiation is always based on everybody knowing their roles. As long as people know their roles... You're five. It's coming from dude that's been in people's houses helping them come up with these things, right? Mm-hmm. Like I would come up with them, and I'd be like, "Hey, you get, hey child, come here. You get to give your input, right? Understand though that is input, it and is the parent judgment. has the last yeah. decision. Like we just gotta understand that y'all ain't on the same level. That's it. But you get to do input because you might come up with, you might have a smart thing." But you I might be like, hey, I had I had one kid was like, look, I get home from school and it's been a long day and I'm kind of tired, right? So can I have like half an hour to just chill? Decompress. And decompress. And then I'll jump on my junk. And I looked at mom. I was like, I said, that's very that reasonable. reasonable. Yeah, I said, that's very right. reasonable. And then she was like, I have no problem of trying that with you as long as you do what you do. And I would look, I look back at him. I said, hey, as long as you keep in your, your bargain, you ain't got to hear her. And you know what happened? He did what he's supposed to do. Peace ensued. Boom. I just he him. came in one day, he came in one day, didn't do what he wanted to do. Mom was like, all right, cool. <laughs> get, get this done now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you st- long as everybody knows who is where on this hierarchy, we can sit here and have a conversation. You just got to know everything you're going is input. It is input. That is, that is all it is. You have no say in what goes on. And it's based on You definitely have a say in how you feel. That's fine. It really <laughs> is based on who's no the child what goes on. and who is the adult. Like somebody came in and was like, dear everyone in this thread arguing with the poster, don't have kids. No one is forcing you to have kids. It is your job as a parent to feed them, put a roof over their head, etc. Your child owes you nothing for doing so. You agreed to those terms when you had them. Okay, if that's your argument, then here's my argument. As a parent, all I am obligated to do is feed you, put some clothes on you, and put a roof over your head. I ain't got this to give the, a fuck uh, about your Denzel feelings. Argument. Right. I ain't got to give a fuck about your feelings. I ain't got to give a fuck about you having fun. I ain't got to give a fuck about you giving you playtime. You know what I'm saying? Is you fed? You got clothes on? You breathing? You good? If that's how you want to go about this, 
That's not, it's, but it's a, a stupid a, argument. This uh, from fences. Fences, yeah, exactly. It's a stupid argument. But, Boy, did you ever did you ever want for anything you didn't have already that you needed? Because if not, then you was good to go, right? Those those parent that type of parenting is just as bad as giving this kid this feeling of uh, this, this this entitlement as a child. Right, like that whole that whole if you're like like I'm gonna call the police on my mom if she beat me. Listen, I don't agree with corporal punishment. I don't believe in beating your kids, but I do know that if you pick up that phone and threaten to call the police on the person that's been feeding and putting the roof over your head because you did some shit that you probably might maybe deserve a whooping for, you gonna get what's fucking coming to you. Like, it, I understand standing up for kids. I'm here for it, but. I don't understand why you make an argument that kids going to school teaches them restraint and time management. So it's cool when somebody else or an institution is telling your kid what to do. But when they come home as a parent, you supposed to negotiate with them about shit. You can't do, you can't like execute the same type of organization and obligations and shit. Is that what you're saying? Like you can put those regulations in place? It's a balance. It's either this man, this, this white man put up a very nice thing. (laughs) Where see that him and the child, his child, he ain't walking there. The child was being all disrespectful. This child was like, oh, I'll play the game right there. Can I do it later? Like, it was, yeah, you already got some set up. Have fun, white man. Do what you do. There's a balance when it comes to kids. I don't got no kids. I just look, I'm just a person who has worked in multiple families who have had problems. All you got to do is communicate, and there's a balance. There are some parents who act like the kid owes them every fucking thing, and that shit is wrong. Also, but you also, you can't, you can't swing to the other side. And then let the child do what the fuck they want because your responsibility as a parent is to make them human beings that can fit into society and work. I just, I'm, it that's, is, that's, it, that's your job. You starting to see that shit throughout, like, if you work, if you work with other adults, you know how their parents raised them. You really do know how their parents raised them and the expectations that they had by the way they do their work, the, the way they structure their shit. You can work with people that don't listen and don't follow through on nothing and then be mad when somebody ex- has some type of expectation for them. Like, why? Versus other people who be like, this is what we need to do. Let's get it done. And then we can go yeah. have fun. That, that, that shit actually lingers over from you being a kid, not being treated a certain way. Like somebody posted in here, there are parents in these responses that make me pity how little they understand their kids. Quote, it's two minutes to do that from those parents. And it's three to 72 people your child is now having to hold up for two minutes. Ain't nobody being held up in Fortnite by your kid just leaving their character standing <laughs> in the middle of the field and going to take out the trash? Look, we are not sitting there. No, they was like, this is a video game. A video game. A video game. This is not your kid doing some actual, like, craziness. Right? Like, I don't, like, look, some of y'all have been hurt. Some of y'all been traumatized. Some of y'all need some therapy. It's okay. Yes. It's all right. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Because there are parents who do the most. There are parents that they do too much. We and all that saw fences. Like y'all said, we saw fences. That Denzel was a terrible fucking father in that movie. Terrible. But to sit there and just be like, oh man, to sit there and be like, is too much to ask your kid to get off a game. Mm, <laughs> a, not a all. video game. It's just a video game. That's too much. I, <laughs> you, you, 
And then he, he really compared that's, that's that. That's the hill shit. you go down. The video game. <laughs> he really compared that shit to your child playing a, like a, like an actual league sport. Yeah, see, dude, I liked everything. I had dude. no problem with everything he did except for the analogy, because honestly, let me hit does some dumb shit. Oh, oh, my dad already told me all the time. I play, I play sports. Let these grades drop. <laughs> let let something you were supposed to do happen. And see how quick you won't be playing. Yep. Like, let me just play sports and then be around the house acting crazy and stuff like that. Or oh, I'm going to go to practice. He going to tell the coach. Coach going to be like, all right, cool, man. You're going to be running a lot. Yeah, buddy. I just don't. <laughs> you, you are but having like fun. To, all day. You are having to fun. Act like you learn this shit for other stuff when you get older. Like, when, when I'm sitting here chilling and Ashley comes in here and is like, can you hold Ava? I don't go, hold on, give me 15 minutes. I'm trying to win this game real quick. Hold on, <laughs> yeah. hold on. Hold I got to put my, my, look, my boys up here, they're waiting for me, son. But they're waiting know, for me. We just got to the crypt. But, Twan, you know, Mike, you know it's niggas that do that. You yes, know it's absolutely. niggas that will not hold their own child because they need to finish going through the raid in Destiny. You know that that's true. And this is the type of stuff that contributes contributes to niggas having such terrible mindset and bad parenting skills. Like that's bad parenting, and you will pass that on to your kids. If your kids see you not doing, not obligating yourself to shit, they're gonna do the same. It, 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 I don't understand what the problem. I really don't understand why these people are mad at parents. And I I, I get that they're like you said they're associating this stuff. Or they're they're kind of it's kind of being conflated, and they're associating this with actual bad parenting, actual being smacked in the face for talking back or having an opinion, actual being threatened to be whooped because you got a B plus or because you got a C on the test instead of an A, actual corporal punishment that is not good for child nurturing and does not allow kids to grow, to understand anything, and when they get older, they're fucking traumatized. I completely get that. Telling your kid to go take out the goddamn trash while they playing Fortnite is not fucking traumatizing. It's not traumatizing. Asking your kids to do chores, which they have contributed to because they live in the house, is not hey, traumatizing. It's annoying. It's super annoying. Like It ain't traumatizing, though. Very annoying. My, my <laughs> like, mom would come you... to the room and be like, we we I could dust I could dust clean vacuum make up the whole room if there was a penny in the floor she was like that room's still dirty and that's my fault I left that penny there I knew what she was gonna do when she came in the room is it crazy maybe but I already knew that shit and I left that penny there and now as as an adult now I can make the decision of do I want to be that type of parent or do I want or do I want to kind of dial it back a bit still have an expectation for you know my child to clean up things or whatnot. Keep your situation clean. Have respect for your shit. Our shit. This is our house. But outside of that, not really digging to them about petty stuff. Not take it that far. That's my decision to make. But y'all acting like he like people was like beating their kids off video games. Like, come on, man. And I'm not saying parents aren't, but this ain't the parent we talking about. We talking about people asking their kids to put down the controller and go take out the trash. If it take listen, if it take two minutes. Why are you spending five minutes arguing with me about it? Right. <laughs> I used to, I used to tell parents, I'd be like, "Hey, here's an easy thing. You come there. We're well, putting all the chores up there. I'm gonna have you see it. 
That way, when you walk by, you know what you gotta do. If you choose to wait until it's your time to play video games, that's your fault. Bro. You could have did that shit early. You could have let that shit go. You know what I mean? You're like, well, me and my friends, we 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 got on. We said we go get on the six and play. All right, cool. You should have did your chores at at, at at quarter till. Like, you know what I mean? There's a there's a lot of stuff that goes in there. But you know, this one person, this this situation this dudes talk about is this one thing when you walk by, right? And you look at the child, like you walk by the room, you say, Hey, I need you to check out the trash. Hey, oh, I'm in the middle of a game right now. Can I take it out that I finished? Cool. <laughs> right? Because nobody talked back. I didn't have to ask you 16 million times. You're a good kid. We've all been there. All of our parents have done this to us. Yes. Like we it's not it, it's not new. And we've all been fussed at. I need you to do this right now. And usually we got fussed at it. It wasn't because we were playing video games. It's because we said something stupid. We knew what we did. Uh-huh. Like your tone was different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your tone might have been disrespectful. We know what the fuck we did as kids. Come, everybody here knew, knows exactly what the fuck they got in trouble for. Yeah. When they got in trouble and, for and look, shit. Like, yeah. And some of y'all, some of y'all had some abusive ass parents. I'm going to tell you right now, therapy is wonderful. It's a wonderful thing. Instead of getting up here on Twitter and telling people that they shouldn't be expecting stuff from their kids and they should let them live their life and Dude, their time. Dude, I mean, like, again, your job as a parent is to make your is to make your person a functioning adult in society. You know what I've noticed? And it's the thing this. that you're going to go out here and not have any <laughs> any rules or responsibilities? My ass got uh, rules or responsibilities. I've noticed there's two types of people at my jobs. People that do what they need to do without being told and people that don't do shit till you tell them to do it. Yes. I wonder which I wonder which one some of y'all are here up here talking about your parents abuse y'all by making you do chores. Well, I ain't take the trash out because you ain't tell me to take the trash out. But you know you're supposed to do that every day, right? Yeah, but you ain't tell me today. <laughs> and now I got to work with people like that. I ain't tell you today you're supposed to be doing your job. Thanks, Nobody parent. told you to breathe, nigga. Like, bro, together a little bit, man. Good grief. Now, somebody did post something, a video in here from I don't know who this person is. Uh, Doctor Joy DeGry. Y'all know who she is? Oh, Joy? No, I don't know who that is. <laughs> this nigga Mike, yo. <laughs> you said that with the the shopness. Oh, you, you talking about the nigga Joe? No. Oh, Joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who that is. I don't know. Oh, I don't know who this person is, but. Supposedly, they'll help us better understand why we're broken parents. Let's see. I'll do it, Dr. Joy. This is a lot of intro stuff. I don't know what this is about. Thank you. Can you hear me? No, no. Hello? We cannot hear you. Where's your microphone? <laughs> Fix our mic, please. <laughs> Rob them of the memory of themselves. Chapter in my book, which is called Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome, America's Legacy of Enduring Injury and Healing. When I first wrote the book, I wrote the book for the intent of healing. That's the whole reason. The whole purpose of my work is healing. But you can't heal that which you don't understand. Randall Robinson wrote the foreword to my book. I can't really explain to you who he is. You can Google him. He's an amazing man. He wrote The Debt, 
and he wrote Quitting America, one of uh, his more popular books. But Randall said to me, the worst thing you can do to a people is to rob them of the memory of themselves. We can't possibly know where we're going if we don't know where we came from. We can't possibly embrace who we are if we cannot honor the shoulders upon which we stand. So the first chapter of my book is called, I Don't Even Notice Race. Now, a lot of people of color have heard, heard folks say that to them. Matter of fact, people have offered that to me throughout my life in a way to compliment me. Joy, you know what? I don't even notice that you're black. And lie detector test. A lie detector test assumes that you're going to have a little problem with lying. So much so that it'll register on a machine. And unless you're a sociopath, that's usually what happens. So if a lie will register on a machine, how much more when you oppress an entire group of people for 246 years? Officially, unofficially much longer than that. So if we look at American chattel slavery with, you know, 1619 to the ratification of the 13th Amendment and all of that, we're talking about 246 years. Who didn't know the chains were there? That one ranger knew. Remember I told you I went a second time? I went a second time to see if unasked, unprompted, it would be shown. And it was just that particular ranger that happened to have the picture. No one else knew. He came plantations. He owned the ships. But he never got his hands dirty because he never left home. But this guy you do know. You know the Reverend John Newton. I can guarantee you. Seeds, mule, tools. And at the end of the year, we'll settle up. What happened at the end of the year? Well, he was found owing. In the middle of Central Park, all right, where we praise him for what he's done. That's the author of my Holocaust. And there's a his duckbill speculum that he created out of a pewter spoon by experimenting on black women displayed at Ellis Island, where they asked me to, at this particular juncture, they asked me, and everyone, because you know, I had the audition. My son is actually excelling her son. So she leans over and she goes, what am I saying? Your son? That boy's really coming along. Black Mother's Response, 2011. Girl, yeah, you think so, but woo, that boy, woo, Lord, that boy worked my nerves. He's something else. Now, if you're black in the room, you smiling because you know that's what you've heard your whole life. Or, oh, yeah, oh, I hear what you're saying, but woo, Lord, I tripped that boo yesterday, I went, woo. So the white response is, gosh, they're so negative. Now, what black people know, and Latinos do it too, but what black people know, is that she's really proud the whole time she's saying that. Now, when I'm with black people, black people in the audience, I'm a clinician. That's not healthy behavior. Are you hearing me? It's not healthy to say that when someone praises your child. But let's give it context. Let's move it back 300 years. Black mother in the fields or in the kitchen, she has her children around. White slave owner, male or female, walks through and says to them, my, my. That boy, that boy yours, he's sure coming along. What is she going to say? Oh, no, son, no, son. He's stupid. He's shiftless. He can't work because I don't want you to sell my boy. If it's my daughter, I don't want you to breed her. So I denigrate them to protect them. 
That is called appropriate adaptation for living in a hostile environment. When did we unlearn it? Poison in the cookies. So now little, little Trey Beyonce, little Trey looks at his mama and thinks and says, how come you can't be proud of me, mama? Because you see, now we're injuring him. Are you following me? Post-traumatic slave syndrome. So, 2011, 1994, I went to Africa. 1994, my first trip to Africa, on the heels of the inauguration of Nelson Mandela. It was an emotional experience because it was the first time in my life it felt normal to be black. And I had people, how many people have seen black people do this? All right, so I ended up finding a section in this hour and 49 minute speak, TED Talk, not at a TED Talk event. I, <laughs> I, I get it. I get it, but sometimes kids just do be working your nerves, though. Don't matter if they make straight A's or not. Oh. <laughs> it literally just man. Don't beat your kids. That's it. <laughs> it's, look, it's simple. I, I I mean, you know what? It's simple, but it's not simple because it's easy. It's fully easier said than done. It, look, you can discipline your kids without beating the shit out of. Them. It, like there, my mother. You can do that. My my mother told done. my mother told people would be like Brandon is so smart. Brandon makes straight A's. He's so polite. He's this. He's that. And and my mama has said, yeah, he is, but that boy, that boy, man, I tell you, sometimes, and I knew exactly what she was talking about, because I knew what the fuck I was doing. I was getting straight A's in school, but I, I, I'm the same way, same way I am now, that's the way I was then. Talking shit, getting in trouble for talking shit, just, just doing, saying stuff I was too young to be saying or should have been doing, like... Being too smart, there is absolutely truth to being too smart for your own goddamn good. And that's what I was. It had nothing to do with her not want Massa to enroll me in college so that then he could put me in the field. to grow. It had nothing to do with that. It had to do with the fact that I had done some shit and she knew I had done some shit. Now, do, are we talking about the whole whipping your kids to keep them from getting in trouble with white people? If we're talking about that, Yes. That is absolutely hung over from slavery. That's why I don't believe in whipping your kids. Because they ain't no master and they not in no chains. And you beating the shit out of them is not going to keep a white cop from shooting them in the back. That, that is just, that's not how it works. Okay. Definitely not. So I get that. I, I got what she was saying, but I also just couldn't help but be like, nah, my my mama wasn't trying to keep them from taking me. She was trying to, she was just telling them the truth. Because that shit talking I be doing, I get it from her. She was taking jabs at me. She Because I knew I did some shit that week. That's just how it was. But, you know, I had my parents, every, every kid, it, you know, you ain't gonna have perfect parents. Nobody is perfect. But I got more, I got way more good out of the relationships with my parents than bad. And I was very much more blessed by the two parents that I did have than a lot of people are, you know, um, I, I get it. I I really do. I get that. I don't get it because I had two good parents, but I understand that there are people who don't, who didn't have that, who weren't blessed that way. And it's sad. Some parents shouldn't be parents. Like they did. They really, really shouldn't be parents. 
And the only people who suffer in those situations are the kids. But that ain't got nothing to do with you pausing Fortnite and going to take out the goddamn trash. It's just two different <laughs> conversations. You see how I brought that back uh, around? Two completely different conversations. Not the same thing. Cut this in the middle music. You can take two minutes to go take out the trash. Good God, man. It ain't like you the garbage man. You got to go get on the back of a truck and ride through the whole neighborhood and pick up everybody's trash. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I want to see that now. That's all I want to see now. Oh, man. <laughs> the, kid on, the kid on the day. Jesus. That's all I want to see. Yeah, he's a little, That's all I want to see. There's a kid working in a sweatshop right now making my Jordans. Then that kid is suffering. You are not that kid. <laughs> okay. Nigga. You are not Dang, that I child. I can't talk to you no more. <laughs> Just, wow. You are not that child. You think it said, there's a kid in a sweatshop making my Jordans right now. <laughs> hey, you are like, not that kid. You are not that child. That child oh, is an adult. God. He's an adult already. Oh, that poor man. six-year-old child is an adult already. Like I said, man, these, these conversations for me show me the amount of trauma that is out there. And how much y'all need to get help. And it's okay about that. Eh? Yeah. At least you know you need to get help or we're here to tell you that you need to get help. So now you know you need to get help. Nothing wrong with it. We help is good. Help. You know what I mean? We all need a little help sometimes. You know. Can't do better if you don't know you need to do better. I just, I, I, I was reading that thread and I was just like, this is such a Twitter thread. There's so much half-assed logic in here being used right now. Tossed around. Just not making a whole lot of fucking sense. Um, Did y'all see the tweet from Amber Athy that said the Trump campaign is leaving a ticket for Tupac Shakur in tonight's vice president debate? What? <laughs> Who? Huh? You, I'm so lost. Okay. Fully lost. Hold on. Okay. So this is this is the tweet. Uh, Amber Athey wrote, the Trump campaign is leaving a ticket for Tupac Shakur at tonight's VP debate because Kamala Harris called him her favorite rapper alive. Quote, this is not a joke. It was confirmed by the Trump campaign senior advisor, Jason Miller. Wow. On a press That's hilarious. And sad. Yeah, and sad too, but still hilarious. Not one person <laughs> wanted to be the person to go, but he but he did. Wow. <coughs> did he show up? His hologram did. Oh, okay, cool. Nigga, if somebody had actually established that so his hologram was there <laughs> with the mask on. I'd have been wow. no more good. What are we doing? What? I hate us. At least, at I'm least four times a week. Somebody can deep fake Tupac's face onto some random black person in that crowd. You just get a nigga that look like Tupac. Then they can you don't do even got to do that. Yeah, you know, yeah, somebody who's brown, and then you put Tupac's head, actual face, on top of them. Deep I mean, fakes are the scariest shit I've ever seen. If man. they I'm don't know about that today, if they don't, that's know gonna Tupac be the end of dead, us all. Honestly. If they don't know Tupac is dead, they don't know he's black. Doc, it don't matter. Tupac could not be dead. This article is talking about people going back and like faking historical records and like footage and shit. Wow. 
and you can extrapolate that as far as you want. There's some pretty dark places you could extrapolate it to. Yeah, that's but a, like having Tupac lie. at like an event in 1997 instead of being already killed in 96 is a thing that you could do and be like Tupac wasn't he never got shot. Man, you know not what? that you could do that to people right now because we all know that this is a thing that happened. But like moving forward in the future, I'm not dealing with the flat earther of Tupac fans. Okay, that's just not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying, deep fakes need to be stopped at all costs. Nigga, YouTube is good. There's no so good ground that can come from that. Um, um, we have we have really really. I, there's a. Did any of y'all watch that documentary on Netflix, The Social Dilemma? I watched it yesterday. Me and I, MH did. I made it. I made it like most of the way through, and then it started to feel real repetitive. Um. But it hit on a lot of good points. And one of them just being that the internet has just truly allowed people's opinions to foster, to, to fester into like these weighted actual opinions that should have never existed or been allowed in the first fucking place. And oh, that's yeah. just a constant thing on the internet now. It's just constant. And you can't get rid of it, right? Like you have motherfucking science professionals having to argue with people who have a YouTube channel. That's just un that that has to be unbearably sore. Why the fuck do you have to do that? Oh no, they don't deserve that shit, bro. I'm I can't believe they do it. I can't believe they you worked your whole life. <coughs> Excuse me. You work your whole life to get your fucking PhD and become an expert, and then some jack off with a fucking Twitter page is like, nah, I would be tight about that too. Like your pride just jumps in. Honestly, that's what it is. It's like, how dare you question me, motherfucker? I'm literally an expert on this shit. And you're just a person with an opinion. But it'd be like, you're just, you just have a degree that doesn't make you an expert. And you just like, kind of got to literally what them. it makes me. A PhD means you are an expert in the shit you got your PhD. He was just in. tearing you apart for your actual accomplishments. The amount of time that you put into understanding things. Right. Oh, you went to, to college and got brainwashed. That's when that's when I would understand it if you choke somebody out. Like I get it. Bro, people be like, you got that from a book. And I'd be like, nigga, where else was I supposed to get it from? From John G one zero three one one six one three one five on Twitter. That's who you're supposed to And they act from, like it's not they books for they for the for the stuff that they be believing. Because they're getting exactly. nature from books, too. That, I'm, I'm just, I'm blown by this dude. So your book is wrong. Never mind the research that went into the book and all the research that went into the books that you researched to write your book or any of that. It's like, you know, the, the cult of anti-intellectualism. Because the only way people feel power over like their world is by changing what reality is including basic shit like you know science or like the shape of the planet and all this shit like I can't think of another way to describe it other than that like it's people desperately grasping for control because it doesn't make sense any other way like how else, what other reason would there be for you to believe in flat earth, which is like the dumbest shit of all time, other than you trying to, like, there's no way that you could, I don't even want to say scientifically, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't come to that conclusion any what, other way. What irks me is, like, like 
in addition to everything that you're saying, what also irks me is the fact uh, is the logic that they use to actual not the logic, but the. Let me see. What what am I trying to say? The instead instead that than this of the conversation that they come up with in their rebuttals against you, right? The Earth isn't round. It's actually a flat. It's actually a. It's actually flat, but it's in like a a dome structure. Nigga, the, you still saying it's round, no dog? Did you like now we're just playing around? Well, only the words. top is round. It's like the easy. The, button yeah, they're saying they're saying it's like hemisphere. a they're, they're saying it's like a snow globe or some bullshit. I get it. Yeah, yeah, it's a disc with a big dome over it. I like the Truman Show. But you basically, it, essentially, you got that from the fact that you know the Earth is round. Yes, that's, exactly. That's, that's what pisses me off. Like, you didn't make that up. You actually took <laughs> shit that you knew was true, and then you started trying to act like it wasn't true. And the only way that you could counter it was to use the bits you wanted to believe against it. That shit is even more infuriating because it lets me know that you actually do believe the Earth is round. Despite everything that you're saying, you know it in your soul, but you're trying to right. make yourself think that it's not. Despite everything you're saying, your whole argument against the Earth being flat with the design that you've come up with actually proves that you believe the Earth is round. So why are we doing this? Why are we having Nothing, this discussion? Man. It's a grasp for control. Like <laughs> you, some something in your life is so fucked up that you're like. I don't think it's conscious at all, but you're like, I don't trust the world for whatever reasons. So then the world must be lying. And therefore the sky is a hologram of chemtrail progression uh, projections and the earth is flat and the moon is hollow and reptilian lizard people secretly control the government. (laughs) And all of the governments are all part of one world super government and nothing is real. Because if I decide all of the things that are real and aren't real, then I'm in control ultimately. Um, um, hmm. which is sad as fuck. But also the fact that there are idiots like this that believe in all these crazy ass conspiracy theories, who then end up having political power, is where it becomes dangerous. Yeah, that um, again, like it's sad, but mostly fine if you don't have any influence on other people's lives with your insane nonsense it amazes me that that changes that's when it you know it amazes me how much effort people like that will put in to thinking about something in the Uh, exact wrong fashion your your brain must have like a 12 pack of abs because the mental gymnastics for that are just unbelievable It, it it just amazes me how much energy they'll put into the wrong way of thinking when they actually don't have to put any energy into it because we already have professionals who can tell you, who can answer what you don't understand for you or explain it to you. You mm-hmm. actually don't have to go do that research. There is somebody who's dedicated their life to that and been done. They, like they can, they can just tell you. They can know Degrassi that shit for you. They can turn it into a, B- a PBS special for you. And the other thing is, too, people feel stupid if they don't understand some shit so then they're like nah that must be a lie because i'm smart and i have to understand the shit so i'll come up with something that makes me feel smart and then that is now the truth because it's something i understand i get paid to constantly explain things to people over and over again 
because I understand it better than they do. And that is my, what? that is my value. That is one of the things that makes me value, a valuable asset. But you have people that value you doing that too. Right. And, and that's, and I appreciate that. Like, I don't want anyone arguing. If you come and ask me something, I don't want you to then argue with the answer I give you. If you explain to me from jump, you don't understand it. Can I ex- oh, can you explain it? To That's me? infuriating. It's extremely infuriating. But these, like you said, these guys, for them to have this power, they can't do that. They can't relinquish that knowledge or that that, no, that lack not. of knowledge. That's why they like just dig in deeper and deeper and deeper. Can't do and that then, shit, dog. Of course, the further down these rabbit holes, I saw a fucking graphic. One of my friends on Instagram posted this uh like reverse pyramid chart of conspiracy theories let me find this shit reverse so it's in five categories uh things that actually happened we have questions unequivocally false but mostly harmless dangerous to yourself and others and world ruled by supreme shadow quote-unquote elites once you believe one you usually believe most get help at the very top right Mm mm-hmm so I'm not going to read all of them, but like grounded in reality, things that actually happened, uh, Tuskegee experiments, uh, NSA mass surveillance, uh, big tobacco lying about cancer, COINTELPRO, that type of shit, right? Yeah. That the actual government actually did. Mm-hmm. And we have documentation to prove it. Then it says the speculation line. Then it's like Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Princess Diana was actually murdered. UFOs, Roswell, Marilyn Monroe, JFK assassination. Hashtag free Britney. I don't know if you know about that. Britney Spears being like giving secret messages to try to get emancipated and shit. <laughs> have you heard about that? No, I have not heard about oh, that. Oh shit. Okay, this is crazy. Uh, there is a rapidly growing conspiracy theory that Britney Spears, who has her like financial stuff not under her control, that is a true statement um, from the what I understand. Yeah, so everything's under conservatorship. Everything's under conservatorship for her father. But people have been like posting messages on her like TikTok or whatever, and she'll like post a video, and then they'll be like, "Britney, if you're trapped, wear yellow in your next video." And then the next video, she's like wearing a yellow shirt, and they're like, "See, free Britney. We gotta get Britney her control back." And <laughs> da, 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 da. Like this is a thing. Okay. And it's like okay, whatever. Yeah. That's the we have questions section. Then it's leaving reality, and then it's like Avril Lavigne was replaced by a double. The Beatles never existed. Greta Thunberg is a time traveler. Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster. Mattress Firm is a front, which is one conspiracy Bruh. theory that I really want to be true. It is true. Don't nobody ever park at any of Mattress Firm's ever. It's true. And in my neighborhood, there were two on the like opposite sides oh, of the ain't, ain't nobody like, buying that many mattresses. Nobody ever. buys mattresses from them, dog. Nobody. Yeah, mattress Firm, is, that, that's, I think, reality. I yeah, that's true. Probably selling drugs. Yeah. But anyway, that's the unequivocally false but mostly harmless. So, yeah, Bigfoot and shit like that. Then it goes up to science denial. So then we get anti-vaxxers, global warming hoax, COVID-19 made in the lab, 5G, chemtrails, dinosaurs didn't exist. And then one that I truly, because I look into conspiracy theories a lot because I think that they're endlessly fascinating to what the dumb shit people can come up with. A conspiracy theory I literally had never heard of before in my life. Apparently, there are people who believe that the country of Finland does not exist. It has never existed. <laughs> it was made up by the Swedish and the, uh, sorry, it was, yeah, this, the Russians and the Japanese 
to share fishing water, like commercial fishing waters between Sweden and Russia. And that if you fly to Finland, you're actually flying to either somewhere in uh, Eastern Sweden or Western Estonia and Finland doesn't exist. I've been to Finland and it was very pretty and very nice. And I met Finnish people. I had a friend in college who was from Finland who spoke Finnish fluently and, you know, her parents were Finnish Well, her mom was Finnish and her dad was Swedish. But apparently none of that shit is real, which I learned yesterday. So that's a new interesting development. But that 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 one kind of that one kind of goes into the whole how we describe that the earth is flat. It's like Dog, there is a Finland, Finland but it's not really much. a Finland. Like that's basically what they're saying. They're saying they said pictures of Finland were photoshopped. Like yeah, all they, of they're them. like instead of going to Finland, you go to these other areas. That yeah. they are labeling. So the, so the land mass they has to be there. No, no, no. <laughs> right. They're saying it isn't there. The land mass is not there. So where? But they're saying people are flying to somewhere else that people I are saying is Finland. Like us, Finland doesn't exist. Map, and it's like you take a map of Northern Europe, and you see Sweden, and then where Finland would be, it's just water, and then Russia. Right, but what is their <laughs> explanation for the place that they fly to? That it's just not it's Finland. Estonia it's another area. Or Sweden. But, is where they fly. But they just tell you you're going to Finland. <laughs> they tell you you're going to Finland. So, you, yeah. so they believe you're actually going somewhere that you get told is Finland, but it's just not Finland. And never mind if you look out the window of the plane and see Finland there. But, it doesn't matter. But these are the things that I, like, these are ones that I hate because these are ones that can actually be debunked, right? People like, Finland don't exist. Hey, man, where's Finland on the map? Look at his longitude latitude. Somebody actually go there. <laughs> like somebody who ain't that far go there but, like but no Twan, stay how here. You, but how do you prove that <laughs> like, to them if they believe that the area you're going to longitude and latitude is actually just an area they're faking as finland saying that it's not finland that's that, 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 that the whole logic doesn't make any sense so yeah. for them to have an explanation yeah. that you act they're like if by you the way the map, that's not there. the top tier of the conspiracy theory pyramid oh Ooh, boy, I love the top tier. The anti-Semitic point of no return is how this is labeled. Oh yeah, this is what yeah. Jews care. They they uh oh, they boy. control everything. Hey buddy, so Bill Gates is microchipping niggas. Holocaust denial, flat Earth, reptilian overlords, Wayfair shipping children, PizzaGate. Uh, <laughs> let's see, Nazis on the moon, hollow Earth. So all QAnon. All, <laughs> QAnon is the biggest. Like they like it's, 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 like uh, all the of them are in there. Uh, white genocide, the deep state, George white Soros, genocide, the Illuminati, white dude, genocide. Look, yeah, I've I always love five G. His code name for white genocide. There's a whole lot of racists on Twitter that just. I love five G, man, just for the fact that I was happy to see that people don't change. Because I don't know if y'all saw when they put up those old news articles, and people was like, "Man, we have when the old, the old epidemic." Cause all these new telephone poles around here, <laughs> this oh, telegraph machines, no. like <laughs> people will forever be scared of technology. Like y'all, re- y'all remember growing up as a kid and people really was like, don't stand in front of the microwave. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that. yes, people are when I was older. I learned what a Faraday cage was and why it doesn't matter. No, people are fully afraid of technology at all times. And then I'm always a person, like, I had somebody that could have been like, well, what are they are trying to control you and track you and all this stuff? And then I was in there, and and I, because I'm a person to be like, I'm lazy, so if I'm going to try to do something, then I'm going to try to do it in the way that takes me the least amount of time as possible, right? Absolutely. But somebody's like, yeah, we're going to do all this stuff, and, and then Bill Gates out here micro-tripping you, and I was like, hey, dude, do you have a phone? And they were like, yes. 
why does he have to do all track. this other shit? He literally right, got the track and shit in your hand. Like, you willingly went and bought it. Did like, y'all see? Um, I'm conf- very confused. Like, then I was, did somebody, somebody was like, y'all do know you're given a number at birth. It's called a <laughs> security number. Straight up, they hand <laughs> you your tracking number. Here's I mean, something. did y'all see? We um, used to have a thing called the white pages where everybody's number was in there. I could look you up, get your address and your number. Now, you could ask to not be put in there if you wanted to, but that's only if you cared. Hey, did y'all actually, did y'all see Terminator Dark Fate? I did not. So no. there's a scene in there. So Sarah Connor shows up, of course, because they wanted to bring back. Everybody. Hold on, I have seen Dark Fate. I have seen, seen Dark, Dark Fate. Fate. So do you remember the scene where Sarah Connor puts her is putting her phone constantly in chip bags, and later in the yes. film, Arnold Schwarzenegger or the Terminator is like, "Listen, if you want to keep putting your phones in chip bags, thinking that I can't track you because of that, <laughs> then be my guest." And he just keeps going. <laughs> yeah. like, that's yes. that's basically what's going on here. That is essentially what is happening with people here. They get cell phones or whatever, and they're like, for me to keep the government from cracking me, I do all this bullshit. And I'm like, but the first thing you did wrong was go get a cell phone, period, if this Dude, is what you bought. And they talk about why somebody doing that, and, they like, and they're online, they're online, like on Twitter or Facebook, spouting these things i'm like mm, but you're on social media <laughs> everything you're <laughs> like, doing is is you are you are now I'm, internetted in sir like they are if dude, they want to track you they are tracking you it is what do you think that you're doing that they can't track you a lot of these look, people think they're doing all of this shit to hide their identity but nigga the more involved you are in this technology the more you are just opening yourself up to being watched if you believe there are watchers which there are Dude. watchers to a degree. They're called bots. They crawl the but internet. Is I'm a I'm a person where like, hey, you can go the ultra like the ultra sensitive hacker person, right? That has their shit all protected and be terrified forever, right? You can go that yeah. route. Or you guys just live off the grid. Pretty much. You gotta yeah. just go with like, like literally just you don't have to have a fucking iPhone. Li- literally just close your stuff, give up your phone, and then go about your business. And you probably like in a little bit, people I mean, people still be try be able to pretty much figure out like the general area you want to be. But if you really want to get lost, you can get lost. You can. People like, get lost you, all the time. But you can't you can't sit here. And be like, I want to be hyper connected, and nobody knows where I am. Like, no, I can't. You can't yeah, have that's, both that ways, man. We it have can't seen both. enough. Like, what are we doing right go now? Live in the desert and be straight cash only, and that's you're going to have to stick but to even, it. But even then, you got to get the cash. Like, if you have to be involved in society in, to any degree, there is a there. There's a possibility that you can be found. That you, if you're going completely off the grid, you hunting your own food, you living in the woods, you pinching your own tents. Then yeah, it's people. Can, if you don't want to be found that way, you will not be found. People disappear all the time. But oh, yeah. For, but we we've seen enough fucking movies that technology is, is involved in some spy shit and tracking people down. And as soon as these people assimilate themselves back into society, that's when they get found. And it doesn't take very Bro, much. Bro, Jared Leto went out into the woods to be a fucking weirdo hippie or some shit, and didn't realize that COVID happened. He was out there so long, and when he came back, he was wondering why there wasn't anybody out at places, because he straight up didn't realize COVID-19 had happened. And that's that how happens. isolated he was. We, listen, we can isolate ourselves to a degree that might even feel that deep, 
just by logging off Facebook for a week. That is a yeah. whole that is a whole rinse of your system, dog. Like for you to disconnect it, that's a huge disconnection for people. Now, if you're involved in these things all the time, you're constantly plugged in all the time, and then you unplug for a week. One, you see the psychological effect of being plugged in all the time and how you are an addict. Two, you realize how much shit you will miss and maybe how much more shit going on around you you start to pay attention to that isn't a You'll that is nothing to do with being plugged in. Don't miss. Yeah, like it's 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 just it's it blows my mind that people tap into this, we always be in watch. Like I had a conversation with my dad and he was like he was just I was just kind of talking and he was just like, You really think they be doing shit like this? Like you think they really can't find people when they don't want to find people? I said, listen, I was, I was, I think we were talking about like cops not being able to find like serial killers or DNA for certain stuff. And I'm like, listen, it, when they want to find some shit, they can find some shit. Our technology is to the degree at this point where we can do amazing shit. Like trace where a person got COVID from back to a fucking trash can top. Are you telling me? That if the cops or or in, in investigators or scientists didn't actually want to find some shit, that they can fucking find it? They absolutely can. It's not at the top of people's list. They don't want to do it. They, when they do, they do. When they don't, the effort looks like, oh, we try, but we don't have that capability. Like, for instance, just, and this is just a dumb for, for instance, I was waiting for... Um, I was trying to, I was supposed to get my shoes Saturday from FedEx. FedEx tried to deliver them to the wrong fucking establishment. That's a problem. So I called up FedEx and I was like, Hey, I'm going to make your life easier. Hold my shit and I'll come get it. And they were like, we can't do that because we don't know which shit is your shit. I'm sorry. What? The shit you just tried to deliver to my house. It's got my address and my name on it, right? Yes. So you can hold that, right? Well, no, because we don't know which package it is. But you just tried to deliver it. Right, but we don't we, we don't know which package it is. I am confused. What is happening here? What? Essentially, they were saying that I needed an authorization to give them the information they needed to find this package. To then hold it, they wanted me to, basically what they wanted me to do was they wanted me to call Dick Sporting Goods, get Dick Sporting Goods to call their distributor, have their distributor call FedEx and tell FedEx to hold a package for me to come pick up because FedEx tried to deliver a package with my name and address on it to the wrong fucking location. I have thoughts about FedEx. I am currently working as a package handler for FedEx. Mm. Well, that's what they wanted me to do. But if they really want, like if somebody would have called them and been like, hey, there is, we think there is a white powder in a package going to this person's house at this, like at this location with this person's name on it. We need y'all to hold it. Oh, they gonna They would have held it with the yes, fucking sir. quickness. They would have knew exactly what package it was. They would have went and got the <laughs> driver. He would have been tested for COVID and whatever the fuck else they thought was in that shit. And he would have held it. And the government would have came and picked it up, picked me up. I would have went to jail, probably Guantanamo. And then I would have never got my shoes. And that would have been my fucking weekend. But because it was me. My level of fucking importance, how much they fucking cared, they couldn't do it. The abilities that we have, the, the not the abilities, the capabilities that we fucking have, given technology, are fucking astounding. 
And like to act like that you that if they don't want to find you or they don't want to catch you doing some shit, they can't. Like if you niggas think that y'all can actually tweet whatever y'all want to on Twitter and it don't have no repercussions, y'all are tripping. One thing I don't do is put the Trump's best, name in my like, tweets. I do not put the president's name what? in my I don't put Trump's name in mm. Trump's name in my tweets. Because I don't sure. want anybody to go searching for that and find my tweets. Or in some way link that shit back. That may be like I'm I might be being a bit up about that, a little bit too paranoid. But am I? Because you niggas will literally get into arguments with people on internets and then dox them and get them fired from their jobs. So am I tripping if like if I think that maybe someone working for the president who happens to live in Maryland, who happens to have connections to people to work at my job, who happens to have decided that they want to go through and do a cleanse of the company and seize my stuff and decides that I should be put on this list of the cleanse. It's not a possibility that that's bullshit. They have, they absolutely have the technology to do it. It's yeah, just, sure. do they want to do it? That's the only thing keeping y'all from not losing your jobs when y'all be saying foul shit. Well, on that and incompetence for the people whose job it is to try to find you because yeah, the yeah. amount of times that like there've been, you know, the police are tracking somebody and it's just the fucking people involved in doing the tracking are just careless and stupid. That also might save you, but that's all it is, is laziness and stupidity. That's not, it's not the technology. The technology can find you. That's, that's like with the Atlanta killer stuff. And they were like, they never could figure out yeah. who was killing all them kids. And the person they put in, they actually believe, which they don't actually believe that that man killed all them Wayne kids. Wayne Williams, yeah. Yeah, nah. they don't believe that shit. They just needed a scapegoat so they could end the cases so they could get back to doing whatever political shit they cared about. Because at the time, everybody in government around that area was trash. Shout out to Mindhunter season two. That is a major. Oh, that show uh, might not be coming back. Season. I'm so mad about that. Um, it, it, Wait, it, about what? Mindhunters might not be coming back. Oh, what? Yeah. Netflix is. I'm now I'm mad about that. Yeah. Netflix be, is, is really on. It, they didn't. I don't think the second season got as big a uh, response as the first season. So now Netflix is. It in, was better to get rid of them. I thought it was too, but you know, um, the amount of effort that was actually put into finding out who was murdering black children was nada. And then when it, when it seemed like the FBI cared, it was more about making them, making the president at the time look good. The governor and the mayor in Atlanta at the time looked good. And the FBI looked good. It didn't have anything to do with finding out who killed those kids. So you can about imagine how hard they actually worked given the final, given the outcome of the situation. A guy that they said was able to pick up a dude who was six inches taller than him and weighed more than him and throw him over a fucking bridge. Right. Like that's crazy. Like our whole, our whole, our whole grand jury system is trash because of the amount of effort that actually, or care that actually goes in to, responding to the murder of black bodies and finding justice for those victims. So if you think that people can't do shit, it's not that they can't do shit, bro. It's that they either don't want to, like Mike said, <laughs> they're incompetent. They're putting your fucking cell phone in chips bag, chip bags to hide your location is some old bullshit. That's the tinfoil hat of 2020. 
like you get can that shit build out a Faraday cage to keep your phone signal isolated, but that uh, ruffles bag ain't gonna be the move. Here's my thing though: how how much how well do we know how do we know how well even that works? Because I don't understand phone technology to the degree to fully understand if that I mean, all it's the way high relatively signals. straightforward. It's not like it's a like. It's a wireless signal that's being transmitted at a certain frequency band. So, like, you know, T-Mobile has 600 megahertz, which they took from the touring industry, which I'm still salty about. And then 5G is just the frequency range. And so, it's, mm-hmm. you know, 5 gigahertz. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So, if you make a Faraday cage that theoretically uh, isolates those frequency ranges, then you should pretty effectively just be able to shut down the signal because it's just physics at that point i'm gonna get into some unknown unknowns with that how do we know that there are not that technology especially in cell phones or whatnot since a lot of that was already developed by the government way before they allowed us to be used as public citizens how do we not know that they're not already using a frequency or something that can bypass all of that just in case they need to be able to track people down as a way i mean to trace this is our conspiracy theory start yes, right this is gonna start a new one <laughs> This is how they like start. Your phone has like a pilot tone or some shit that they're using. This is how it starts. <laughs> there is an easy way to do that too. All you need is a a, 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 a an oscilloscope or an RF scanner. And no, like man. No, you can't have that. Brandon said there's a signal even when it says no signal. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying I have a device that'll Conspiracy. let you do Conspiracy. Conspiracy. <laughs> That's what he's telling you. That's exactly what I'm saying. How do you know this? You, don't, you don't know... He said, "You don't know all the. You can't see these waves. How do you? How, you, you can't don't know see about the, the super signal. That's the super signal. Conspiracies. <laughs> oh my god! You say, oh my god! He said, there could he be said, a super he signal. Said, he said, Faraday just made a cage, and you thought they're gonna let people stay in it? No, man. He made that. He no. made that cage decades ago. He made that cage decades ago, sir. There's a super signal that we don't even know about." And that's how they really Yo, I heard these two dudes at work today talking about like I was walking out of the truck to go move to another truck. And I heard this nigga go and see a hundred thousand years ago <laughs> there was all in Africa and it wasn't no white people. And I was like, let me avoid this conversation. Nope, nope, nope. Look, you just want to walk over and be like, let me just listen now. If I keep listening, I'm going to comment. And if I comment, I'm going to end up cussing out one or more of these niggas for saying some stupid shit. And I just, I don't need that right but now. This is the black people conspiracies. But it was a black dude talking to a white dude, which is what made it more interesting to me. Black, black people's conspiracies are great. Okay. Stay long enough in the barbershop. Nigga. Oh, you're going to go down a rabbit hole. Nigga. I don't know if y'all are listening to this or not. I got to plug this right now. There is a, a separate podcast. It's called My Mama Told Me by this dude named Langston Kerman. And he gets black comedians on to talk about black conspiracy theories. Specifically black conspiracy theories. And it's the best shit. There's only like eight episodes out now. The show just came out. It is fucking fantastic. Like the episode that was out today was about, uh, you know, if don't eat a woman's spaghetti that you don't know because she'll put her period blood in and put a root on you, and now you're gonna be what in the hell? Forever. What in the kidney on ice? <laughs> then another day, <laughs> which I have heard that. before. It wasn't even new to I me. I have never heard that. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. I cannot recommend this podcast. What's the name of this podcast? I'm about to oh, look my this mama up. told me, please listen to it. It is 
Dude, hell, have they done the? the uh, and it's just the black. It's the blackest shit too, man. Have they done the? That's why you don't shake a nigga's left hand conspiracy yet. They haven't, but they talked about the Alabama leprechaun from like 2006. Oh, I remember, remember that, that shit. shit. Yeah, the nigga that was up in the tree. Eric, and all the black yeah, people that episode see. had Eric Andre on it. Um, of that course. shit was great. They talked about the Roy Wood Jr. was on there saying that talking about the conspiracy theory that. Wesley Snipes sent Billy Blanks to the wrong audition for Passenger 57 so he could make sure he got the role. I mean, that's probably true. The, <laughs> oh, another good one. Sam J talking about how Mystic was owned by the KKK and was used to like try to destroy black neighborhoods. Dude, I'm looking at this one with with uh with Quinta on it. And it's yeah. talking about don't put your don't put your purse on the floor, nigga. Yes. Purse ain't never touched the floor around here. I'm looking Bruh. at the purse now, purse on something. Purse always on something. I remember I put my mama purse purse on the floor one more time and she was like, and she yanked that sucker up. Yep. It's all, it's the blackest (laughs) shit. It's just black shit. It's great. This is ridiculous. I'll be listening to this tomorrow. Yeah, you got to check it out, man. It's been giving me life, honestly. Yeah. Man, look, black, black spirit theories, I like to say, they are always great and the little sayings that uh, that people make. My mom, I mean, even my mom looked at me one time because I, early in the relationship, I gave my girl some shoes. She said, mm, you don't give a girl shoes. She run right out your life. And I was like, what? what? Uh, yes. And then, look, yeah. then my godmother came in and was like, mm-hmm. She's like, don't give a watch either because then, huh, you run out of time. I was like, what? Yeah. what is happening here? <laughs> I feel like your aunt was trolling. What is going on? I feel like they was trolling you at that point. <laughs> You know, all of a sudden, all you do is they bring in an aunt or something. Like, and your just, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, you don't do that. Your grandmother should have came in to be like it. That's why you also don't give a Red Bull because your girl weeds will fly away. Right. <laughs> just, <laughs> just keep adding shit on. <laughs> That's the type of trolling Dude. I'm looking for. That shit is. Yeah. This shit is crazy, though, man. Don't, don't give your girlfriend a woman shoe because she'll break away. <laughs> Like nigga, that that's great. Yo, you got trolled by your family. That's amazing. That's some original trolling. <laughs> I remember just stopping too, being like, "What?" And the thing is, they said enough that I thought about it next time with the box of shoes. See? I was like, mm. "See, see, <laughs> that's like how, this that's, how shit start. That is how <laughs> like, that is how it grows. That is how it grows legs, <laughs> sir." This is how shit start. You just do stuff because you was told, and you never sat back and thought, like, why. That's why it's called my mama told me. That's exactly why. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. Just do it. You like you never thought why? That shit sound like church. I'm just gonna keep it hundred. It sound like church. That people just be doing. Oh shit man, I thought when you said when you it. said somebody put the, put a root on them, I was like, yep. Uh, yeah, that's the most recent episode. It's real good. Jesus Christ! Uh, I got my man Carl Tart on it. See this funny shit. Put a root on you, man. And that's why you so don't the put booty dude is there a correlation between single moms and gay men? Oh my god. Dog, whoa, it's unbelievable. Oh, they talked about the fucking. Do y'all remember whoa. when niggas were saying that uh, Sierra was intersex back in the day? Yes, yes. That they that's the episode too. <laughs> this show is fucking. Uh, it's, it's amazing. So basically, the whole podcast is a Mandela effect thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, oh. Mystic doesn't have a website. Or a phone number that you can call and they still sell it somehow. I actually need to do so, more digging into the Mandela effect because there's so many things saying. that we misremember that I swore were legit, like real. I've looked through most of the examples, like most of the main examples, and I didn't 
I never ascribed to any of those, but I'm sure there's all sorts of shit. There was a few that I was like, nah, dog, I swear that shit, that was real. That was, that was, I remember that. I got a copy of it in my house. I remember that shit. The Sinbad Shazam movie is the one that I really, truly don't understand. That shit is great, though. Like, so many people remember that. I'm like, I'm telling, I'm like, y'all, listen, I watched a lot of Sinbad shit when I was a kid. That shit is not real. So did I. I will remember. I I watched Shazam. And there's y'all are definitely conflating these two niggas that don't look anything alike. Dude, I remember here. I remember seeing that, and I was like, "You, Brandon, the <laughs> amount of Sinbad that I watch in my house." It'd be different <laughs> if they was like, "Do you remember the six episode show that Sinbad had where Ray J was Dude, like, would be, Yes, kids. exactly. Yes, I would have been like, "Yes, that show did exist, but it was so right. short lived that it might as well have been the prequel to Platinum." Like yeah, which is another show that happened. I remember what was it? What was the what was the movie where he was the uh, the Secret Service agent? I know which one you said. We had to babysit the babysit the little kid. Yeah, yeah. House guest? No, that was the one where he lied uh, and went into somebody's no. house. No, that was the one where he he became the house. That was um. Oh shit! Now I'm about to go look Sinbad up. Sinbad was in IMDb. so many bad movies, bro. Like I watch Jingle All the Way at least once a month now because he's he just no. He so was hilarious in Jingle that movie. First kid. He was First hilarious to jiggle all the way, man. Like, he deserved he to go to jail in that movie, out. too. Like, at the end, little, out, like, I can't do this no at more. At the end, that little white kid gave him the toy. He was like, yeah, I get to take this home to my son. I'm like, but nigga, you going to jail. You going to jail right now. You're not going home for Christmas. You going to jail. First kid, 1996. I remember that, because that little kid was a little bastard. Yeah. And then, until he almost got killed. Sinbad was in a lot of bad films, like a lot of bad dude. Films. Man, Sinbad in the nineties, that was Sinbad was the comedian, was the family comedian that was still that 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 was great for the you know you can sit there and watch it with your whole with, with like with everybody. You ain't worried oh, yeah. about nobody cussing and nothing like that. Right. You can get you you get you a good laugh. Oh my! And God. then you know when you had Sinbad when he started going to Aruba and stuff and bringing music, then that was it. Sinbad was in everybody Yo, black person house. I, I just realized yep. something. I just realized something. Hanging with Mr. Cooper was based around them thinking Mark Curry was the new Sinbad, yo. And that nigga... I can see it. That's that's why they gave him six seasons. They was like, so when you gonna... make fetch happen. They was like, when you gonna turn into Sinbad, though, bro? Nope. (laughs) I enjoy Sinbad, man. I enjoy house guests, him and Phil Hartman just doing stupid stuff. I, I mean, still remember the Novocaine scene. It's funny. Like, he was funny, and he was, like, enjoyable to look at around white people funny. He's like, hey, look at me making these white people look silly. And they like me because I'm a black dude that makes white people look silly. Sinbad was fun. Like, that's essentially what it was. Sinbad is a fun black guy. And his hairstyles is always all over the place. Like, you never really knew what this man was going to show up looking like. What color is he going to use this Jackson, year? But he was still doing his thing. Nah, nah. Sam Jackson's a whole different monster. Oh, shit. I remember him in Good Burger, too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He was the reason that they had to go work at Good Burger. Does Good Burger <laughs> hold up at all yes. to a second viewing? It does. It okay. does. It does. It's, it's be, here, here's the thing. When I watched Good Burger as a kid, I knew how stupid it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's really when I got to it that way as well. No, it's when really, I get to be an adult, really dumb. It's just as fun. It's really okay, cool. Really fucking dumb. Like everything about Mondo Burger is stupid. Everything about Mondo Burger is done. What was that? What was our man's name? Like Chirk, Chet, Chirk. What was the dude's name? Turk. Is his name Turk? That ran Mondo that. Burger. To get Mondo Burger made absolutely no fucking sense. 
and my man talked to the third person. Like none of that, nothing in that film makes any sense. But it works. Like it just, it just works. I, you know, it's Keenan's genius, still, dog. It really just works. Dude, I, I watched him. Like I was catching Keenan, Keenan Kell show reruns. And dying over here, just just died. The two of them together were amazing. Even I mean, I watched a um, I don't know where we were. We watched the first episode of all. Uh, I think it might have been the first episode of all of that. Uh, cause I know, I know, I think, I think it was. Cause I think TLC was performing. But with him and Keenan and Kel were playing them old men, like Cletus and them. And I was like, oh my God, they were just acting like old oh, man. Come here, come here, girl, you little whippersnapper. I'm like, these kids are like 13 at this time, like fully going in. Like they are they are they are four children, <laughs> but fully going in with 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 realized uh characters and stuff. I mean, essentially, if they were doing stuff like that, they were pulling from their from the black experience as kids. Same jokes that we were making shit hanging around each other. We just didn't have a television show to do it. Like that's dope that they were smart enough to be able to do that and they were allowed to do it on television freely because that's why a lot of us connected to that shit. It was actually fucking funny. Like Amanda Bynes was actually fucking funny. I don't know what happened to her career when she started. Doing oh, movies. she was funny. She when was she, I remember when she first funny. came on all of that. To get, she was a trip and she was able to carry some of that over. Like her in, in like a is an easy a, her character in Easy A is hilarious. She was in Easy A. Yeah. Yes. She is the she's the church All I girl. Remember is Emma Stone and her parents, and her parents was hilarious. But I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Oh my God. Like uh, Stanley Tucci as her yes, fucking dad. Is, dog, that man. shit is Stanley so great. That her parents' sarcasm was great. But she was yes. the church girl that they that she kept getting into arguments with, and she would be like. Jesus will get, will repent on you, da 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 da. Like that was Amanda Bynes, and she is hilarious as that as just this super churchy character whose boyfriend lied and said he got chlamydia from Emma Stone when he really got it from the teacher, that girl, that lady from Friends whose name I can't remember right now. Like that Easy A is one of my favorite films by far. I remember really enjoying it, but I I mean I haven't seen it since it oh, came wow. out. It's but just, it was good. Yeah, that's another one that I watch. Yeah, Ashley watch regularly because that shit is hilarious. Every scene with Stanley Tucci and his wife is just is hilarious. Yeah, that, they were the best part of the movie for me. They were like when they when the little black kid was at the table. He was like, "You're black." I was like, "Nigga, <laughs> only Stanley Tucci could pull these jokes off, bruh." Right. Or when they had her spell "cunt" with her P's so that he couldn't read it. <laughs> Yeah, Emma Stone has come a long way. Jesus, that that that's that's an actress that has come a long fucking way from super bad. Did not think her career was gonna blossom the way it did. <coughs> she, she got a whoa, back, holy bro. shit. She got an Oscar now, don't she? She does for La La Land. There you go. Uh, she got she got an Oscar for La La Land. I'm not saying she should have won it, but I'm just saying she got one. John Legend didn't get shit, but she got an Oscar for La La Land. He didn't he didn't, he didn't get nothing for it. The bad with the he got. I'm just gonna keep saying that. that for La La Land. <laughs> La La, just in case y'all forgot, it was for La La Land. 
movie about white people doing jazz. <sighs> Mike's is rolling over <laughs> his grave, bro. <laughs> no, these white people did not do jazz like this. Hey man, don't be mad because white people invented jazz and perfected it. I'm t- man, I'm telling you, watching stuff as an adult that I watched as kid as a kid and have not seen in years is so fucking eye opening. It is super like eye. So it started with it, it's really the black shows that Netflix has been picking up. Um, girlfriends, like. I really, I really remember Girlfriends being this extremely well-written show about these prominent black women who were like highly esteemed and like, but funny and really tight friends and shit. And then I'm watching this shit as an adult and I'm like, all of these women are fuck niggas. Ah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you remembered. I, I just told you what I remembered. I, I I just I don't like I was wrong because because my girl was saying the same thing I was like this is a two thousand sitcom this is a situational comedy they put these bitches in situations but they were fuck niggas I, twi- I, I didn't remember them being I, fuck niggas to that dude, degree I've been watching it I'm on season three now I'm laughing my ass off I'm, I'm listen, I have enjoyed it's my not, listen, so. it's not not funny it is definitely fun. it's not it's nowhere near Moesha bad. Moesha is a whole fuck ass nigga. Like she's a terrible person, just in general. I had to stop watching it. I was like, I can't. I don't even. I don't even know how I made it to when she got to college because this show is fucking terrible. But girlfriends, I really walked in and was like, you know, Kelsey Grammer did it. Um, um, Mara did it. Joint. Kelsey I'm Grammer like, produced it. I know he exactly did that produced directed. it. That was that was <laughs> that was Mara. That was listen. Not only was that was that Mar. But her husband absolutely had to have been involved in that because he a fuck nigga. And I was like, he absolutely wrote or helped her write some of these scenes because they're they're, they're a terrible representation for black women. Terrible representation for black men. There's homophobia. There's a whole bunch of shit going on in this show that is terrible. Oh, there's a look. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on in this show that was fine in 2000. Absolutely. That is not fine. In 2020. Absolutely fine. That's just like I watched um I watched How to Be a Player the weekend ago with Bill Bellamy. And I remember just watching nope. that movie because nope. it was women and titties everywhere. But watching it as nope. an adult, that nigga nope. how did Bill Bellamy even have a fucking acting career, period? Dude. Dude, period. The the uh, the way that things have evolved with us being in in the last 10 to 15 years is so it's been such a great thing right and it's wonderful and we need to have it but it's been so hard because stuff that you grew up loving does not stand the test of time. i can't go back and watch and listen to like any comedy series before 2015 bro <laughs> like Bruh. it's like, just a minefield woke is not a term just a woke is not <laughs> like, just a term it's a real whole ass experience y'all like i'm telling you you, you, you can't go you woke, i can't go back i can't go back and watch kings of comedy nah oh i can't go back and watch i can't go back and watch no no just the all the deaf comedy jam no old Chris Rock. Like, you can't watch cause you're going to be listening. Hold on, hold on. And you, you're going to be in it. You can't watch Hamburger. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> this, 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 this hamburger. Well, can't go watch that. Dude. Because, like, you're going to be in it. 
and they're just gonna say this so, like it's gonna be one joke that's gonna take you fully out i'm t- yep. and comedians are smarter now and they still can push ten total line there's a um I can't think of what the comedian's yeah, name Jeffrey is. Does it all the time, and he's fucking hilarious. There's a um there's a comedian who just dropped a stand up on Netflix. It's a young lady, or not a young lady. She's like our age. Um, she's lesbian black woman. Sam J. So Sam, Sam J. J. Amazing, That's it. Dog. Yo, yes. she made it was what was the joke? She made a joke that got so close to being super fucking offensive, and I can't remember what it was. I, oh I my know. god! I cannot remember what it was. It's towards the end of her set, and I was, I was. Oh, it was. You know, it was about um, it was about um Aziz. It was the Aziz joke that she made. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Yo, I don't. Rem- I'm not gonna even try to to paraphrase that joke because I don't remember how she executed it. But let me tell you something. I was cringing. When she was doing that joke, because I was like, this is not, she's about to ruin this whole stand-up for me. And the way she ended it had me dying. I was like, oh yep, my that's called God. Good comedy right there. She is there a brilliant comedian. The special is called Three in the Morning. I know, I know what it was. It's on Netflix. I know what it was. She was like, she basically was talking no, about. Man, let, let, the, let them experience yeah, let, the joke. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Y'all go listen to it. It's, it's the way she ends that joke. <laughs> Did she knew where that see, and that's what I'm saying. Being being responsible for the stuff you're saying and knowing what you, where it can go, she knew where that joke was going in people's heads when they was listening to it. Oh, and yeah. she knew on purpose the punchline that she said. Every nigga was gonna be like, "She right though," and that's exactly yes. how it ended. The punchline was a whole ass. Yo, she absolutely right though. And that's kind of that was kind of her whole stand up. She she told the line on a lot of shit. But also like had very well like a lot of good explanations for a lot of the things that she was talking about. Dude, dude you can cuz like say you can toe the line. You can always push the edge and that's fine, right? But it's like dude, this, but they know where this the it, line is. But this is what it feels like when you listen to some nineties comedy. And the thing is, it was it, it was low hanging fruit. You yes, usually, if it's not absolutely. smart, it's, it's low hanging fruit. Yep. But when you have a comedy, they be like, man, they be like, ha ha, hey man, what you think about these gay people? They should die, right? <laughs> ah ha ha. He's like, what? What? Right. What happened? <laughs> where, where do we go? <laughs> How do we get here? Like, I mean, we like, all know about the Eddie Murphy shit. From uh, the 80s. Like, they they could just say. They could just say gay or two guys or something like that, and they would get laughs. Yeah, like so. So like it, it was very low hanging fruit. But you'll see them talk about stuff like race, and they'll do it in a very nuanced fashion. So like the 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 ability is there, right? Like we like the ability. Mm, Doing it like, like I can't listen to Dave now because everything. When I would listen to him now, he sounds lazy. It is lazy. No, and he's never. And, and that's the thing. I, he's never been lazy. I, so I'm like, mm-hmm. I, would I don't want to go back and watch to his first joint. Lazy you. To. Yeah, I would have to go back. I, I, I because I, I just like again. I, I have to go back. I have to go back to Moesha because that show tried to do a lot of things around like to start black conversations on taboo topics. And it did a terrible fucking job of handling those topics. 
there was the interracial episode which was handled poorly like her dad on that show was fucking terrible that was the most conservative black nigga on television and he was worthless dude, dude hold on can we also talk about how uh for some reason just to be the safe negro every man had to be a conservative every black man i don't I, like bro on every show like unnecessarily <laughs> the like conservative just, just militant had to be the conservative for but, some reason but so there's there's the, there's the there's the episode where ha- where hakeem's hus- hakeem's cousin is gay and the show switches from being a and he gets outed by Nisi and um what's the Kim, right? And it's like a joke to them that they out this man. And Moesha finds out and it's like she tries to and she then goes and she tells Hakeem his cousin is gay. And I'm like, so let me get this straight. First, y'all found out this man was gay. Then Y'all outed him to the whole school. Hakeem was like, yo, he not gay. I know my cousin. My cousin ain't gay. Then Moesha felt it her job to go to Hakeem and be like, Hakeem, your cousin gay as fuck, bruh. Like, I'm trying to tell you he gay. Okay. So she trash. Kim and Nisi trash. The school trash. Hakeem is the only one defending his cousin, right? Only because he believes he's not gay. So you had a moment here to have a black straight male character on television. Find out that one of his closest family members and best friend in life since childhood is gay. And he might be slightly homophobic. And maybe he needs to rethink and change this because he loves his family member that much. Seems pretty easy way to knock a home run out the park episode against homophobia, right? That's not how they do it. What they do is they have this man show up to one of them etymology sessions at Endell's uh, cafe. And Moesha is doing a poem because she had to always do a fucking poem. And he was. Oh, yeah, I forgot she did poetry. Oh, all, dog. <laughs> she, was, she was the poem. She was the poet, dog. Like, that was her claim to fame. She was the poet. My man, my man shows up, dog. He whispers in Hakeem's ear that he is gay. They don't. You don't actually get to hear this. It's all. It's inaudible. Oh, okay. you can't. No, you can't because you can't say that back then. On TV. Right, right, right. So my man whispers in his in Hakeem's ear that he's gay, and you see the reaction on Hakeem's face is like the fuck he looks at his cousin with disgust and then walks out like just leaves that man in there after he just came out to his cousin so this is easy right the next scene should be hakeem going back and having having a conversation with his cousin and being like you know what i love you for who you are because we was raised together as kids and that's it end of the episode right no hakeem goes to moesha's house to apologize to her for getting mad at her for outing his cousin to him and that they have a strong enough relationship that he should have believed her when she told him that we don't know what the fuck happened to his cousin as old boy would say for Zach Morris's trash he probably killed himself because nobody cared about that character they literally used him to have a to, to create a disagreement between Moesha and Hakeem, but none of the episode talks about homophobia at all, which all of the characters are homophobic. All of them. 
And that was supposed to be like a very special episode episode of Moesha. <laughs> no, I mean it was, man. They tolerated a gay person and didn't barely beat barely. him up. <laughs> Is that tolerated? Like yeah, I mean like honestly like the the bar was low. <laughs> The bar was low back then, man. It, it's great that we made ground, honestly. All, all this progress. But also, like, I'd be like, look, you are a sitcom. A sitcom. I don't need you to be doing heavy-ass episodes. Leave, leave, leave it alone. They all like, sometimes you just episodes, ain't built though. to do that. They all you know what I mean? Like, very special episodes in the 90s. Man. Boy, yeah. man. Like, they did the episode, yeah. nigga. The episode where, uh, the episode where Moesha's little brother is addicted to marijuana and they think it's Moesha, but nobody asked Miles anything. He walking through the house eating up all the food and not doing his homework and shit. They don't know he the one. That lasted two episodes. And that was like a I huge like, that's PS a, That's a good them. addiction. You should have made that nigga addicted to crack. That that's was, what he should have did. Listen, that's what I would have been the writer. They did a whole... This This is during like the... They, this is on a show that every week they had a different rapper who smoked a shitload of weed as the guest on the show. And they decided to do a fucking PSA about marijuana and that how it fucks with your brain and all this other shit and i'm like ain't no way in hell you gonna convince me that kim dc and hakeem was not smoking weed back in the day and then dale was not smoking weed come on bro or that shirley ralph on that show was not smoking that you gonna tell me you gonna try to tell me that d jamaican ass was not smoking weed for real all right bro they did a whole PSA surrounding that, though. It's almost as bad as Steve Urkel getting drunk on the rooftop and almost falling to his death. And them needing oh, I remember that. PSA I remember that. Ain't it the same one when he did the Urkman? Did the Urkel dance? Yes. 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 So the Urkman, well, whatever it's called, which was basically the Pee Wee Herman stolen. I don't know how they didn't get sued for that. Dude, dude, I just finished watching the episode of Girlfriends with Jennifer Lewis up there telling his mama. Nigga. That she's hilarious. Good God, I was laughing so hard. Why you always, you, I know you don't want me to be around you. <laughs> oh, Jennifer Lewis is a, Jennifer Lewis is, is a treasure. <laughs> oh, she is a, tra- she was yelling at daddy, Eugene, just the whole time. That nigga, we never saw Eugene, he was always on the phone. Tony? And she was hollering. Tony? It's she, hard being a mom to a daughter who know you who you know doesn't want you around. This, this way you know you're a black mama. Her daddy called. She's at Tony's house. Her daddy called her at Tony's house. She said, "Give me that phone. Stop running up my bill." Like and Tony gave her the phone. It's your house, Tony. It's your house. But that's how much of a black mama she was, and it was so great though because like. Is you know like Tony always like the high carry herself like this like she's like this high person right? Oh man, that they the the act that she was just acting like she just turned into a child yes. when her mama was around, fully turned into a child, and it was great because it was you, like okay, yes, so this is how everybody notice? acts with their mama. Your mama comes into your house; it is now her house. Hey, <laughs> hey, bro, she just takes over, notice, starts bossing you around. Did you notice when they changed? Maya's husband from Flex to the uh Rakim or oh, yeah. whatever it was, from it was it was after the no he's he became yeah he, he became it, it's the second it was season. after the first season yeah it's the second season. The, yeah because uh Flex had to go do one on one. Right. But did you notice did you notice the difference between Flex's character, the way he acted as Maya's husband, versus Rakim from uh uh Juice or whatever, and the way he acted as Maya's husband? They were two totally different characters. Flex was mad chill. Hey. 
was happy carrying luggage and like he he was so happy because he knew he was about to get his own show dude from juice shows up and he automatically feels belittled because he works as a baggage handler him and maya already have issues out of nowhere that he didn't have the first season and this nigga was mad controlling around the house he was like i don't want you doing this you should be home cooking da 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 like all I of know, a sudden he but was, he's a such, he was such a better darnell I'm not saying he's he such wasn't. A, he's so great. I'm not saying he wasn't a better Darnell, but they legit rewrote but, his whole character. Flex, yeah, because Flex was only there for three episodes. He really was, though. <laughs> he might have been. He might have been there for two. They made. They made Darnell. They turned Darnell kind of into a punk, which it, it, it was funny, but also my man was super fucking sensitive, but also like shoving this yeah, he got right and then you know he got to he's nigga end up opening up his own garage and then going working in the, as in the in a nascar pit crew yeah you know? i know they they just they wrote him success what happened to maya she still was an assistant right no she ended up going to college no, right. she, wrote her book. she wrote her book and they kept trying to sell it on the street <laughs> that's what happened with her mm-hmm. I, I stopped watching girlfriends too they it's a great that. show it's, it's not, a great show. It is not. It's not. It's the best one so far because I watched the game too, and the game does not hold up. That shit does not no, hold up. No, the game is the game is a sloppy soap opera. And I it love it. That's does, all it needs to be. It does not hold up. All of those characters on that show are fucking terrible. And Tia Mari we, by far. Yeah, this is we, again. It's a sloppy soap opera. Have Everybody cares. Like, there's up. no have good characters on soap a, operas. Have we done one of those? That is a good point. Have we done one of <laughs> those? Not, the actual They're villain all written to be the worst. Have we have we done Let one of those the fun. actual villain on the show memes for the game yet? Because Tia is the villain of that show. She is absolutely the fucking villain of the game. I don't know who like they tried to make it seem like it was Malik and other people. It wasn't. Malik is the most consistent nigga throughout that series. He's he is himself, and he's the only one that actually be dropping gems on people sometimes, even when he is homophobic. Tia on that show though, her and Derwin together are the villains of that fucking show they ruin everything for everybody for three straight seasons i was like i did not remember them being this goddamn annoying and her being this fucking dumb i definitely was you, not look, about to go watch i, the I don't know how you seasons. didn't remember that man i didn't remember was, it, i don't i don't know how you did you I, 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 think, I don't know how you I didn't think, remember. I think I had it show on in the background when I was watching it because I did not remember. You had remember. to. You had to. I did not remember. Everything about was. them was annoying because it got to a point where they got so annoying that the rest of them would be like, oh my God, y'all doing something again? <laughs> like, that's how they acted. It was, it was great. Again, trashy show. That's all it needed to be. Girlfriend's still great. I'm scared to watch the Parkers. They put the Parkers up there last week. I'm scared to watch. Oh, I'm about to watch the Parkers because I know the Parkers. The Parkers review was stupid. It made me laugh. I'm scared to watch it because I don't want to watch her chase Professor Ogilvy harassing this man for four seasons. <laughs> hey, I'm, Professor I'm Ogilvy! <laughs> also, I'm not the biggest Monique fan. You don't want to hear uh, her saying just damn mama for over and over? I'm, if, I, if I watch it, it'll be look at Six's booty. That That's pretty much just, just to remember. Which she showed back up, and everybody was like, "Oh, she came with a friend or two. Because <laughs> <laughs> six was not six was small, annoying, and hyper on Blossom. She did not have no ass. I don't know where that came from. That that's why niggas. That's why I was watching the Parkers anyway. I did not watch. I the love watching. I love watching the show strictly for 
2000s fashion. Yeah, uh, dog. Yeah, that's a good one. Nigga, do you see the way Q dresses on Moesha every camouflage episode that he shows up in? <laughs> that, that nigga's looking he's always going to war. <laughs> like he shows up in Frank's house. He's like, sir, I know you have a problem with the way I dress and stuff, and this is just the way that I express myself. And I'm like, nigga, you literally look like you've been hiding in a hole every episode. Like, change up your attire, bro. And don't show nigga, up in a hockey That nigga dirty. lives in a full bunker. God damn. It's a kid different. It's the same camouflage shit every episode. Also, I think Comtas Vaughn absolutely deserves an apology for being labeled the fat friend. That girl was not fat on Moesha. She was a little Dude, thicker than the okay, rest of them, so but here, she was not fat. Here's the thing that we, I mean, me and uh, my girl would do the same thing. A lot of people we remember from the challenge as being big or tiny as shit. Anissa is tiny as shit. They talk about Anissa like she is 300 pounds. Anissa is is healthy. They used to talk about about Tina like she was like she was the like the biggest jug there and I was like what are y'all talking about? Did you see when Laurel showed up and they they joked on her for having fat thighs? Because she's tall. She has to have extra thigh meat. She's taller than the rest of y'all. She's not a fucking ballerina. But every time they say fat, Johnny showed up one season and he was like, I put on weight. CT showed up and it was like, he's fat. And I was like, that motherfucker has abs. What are you talking? How is he fat? <laughs> right. Yeah, their their concept of they and bro so, when they, they had girls that like fat. all the girls there that were fat with any girl that had some shape. We're talking look full flat tummies, man. They walk around in bathing suit. They were like, look at this fat girl. We're like, what are y'all talking about? They did that. They did that. <laughs> what that is to, going on? Who was that Wait. annoying girl? Beth. They did that to Beth constantly. They constantly called Beth fat, and I was like, but she's not at all fat. She's just not a size zero. And they'd be like, well, every time they had to do she a She won't even a size eight. Bro, every <laughs> Wait, time be real. Beth, the blonde Beth from yeah. the real world challenge. Yeah. Every yes. time every time they tried she they had to do a challenge with her, they would talk about how she had big. Mike, every time Dude, they did a challenge with her, they would time, talk about man. how much bigger she was than them. They'd be like, Oh, I have to go do a challenge with I have to do an elimination challenge with Beth. You know she's got like forty pounds on me. I'm like, No, 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 she doesn't. Is she six eight? Beth has like maybe ten pounds on you. Is this how this women is the look most at the normal scale? size looking woman I've ever seen in my entire life, bro? They that is fat to them. And yes, they said Tina had a big ass and was fat. Tina has a nice size ass, but no girl on that. The only girl that I've seen on that show that has come on and actually had like a big ass is in the newer seasons where they actually start getting different black women on the challenge as rookies. And I'm like, oh, she's actually thick. Like that's actually a thick sure. girl. Like Cam. That that thing dates Leroy now. I'm like, that girl's actually fucking thick. They hadn't seen, but Anissa, Anissa to them has been fat for nine seasons. And I'm like, there's nothing fat about Anissa. That they, Anissa was skinny when she came with it. She was never in shape, but she was skinny. I don't understand and now, that show. And now she's grown in. She just, you know, she got she that aged. she got that good, she got that good thick cushion that I, you know. Yeah. That Corey that was very, very happy to slide up. You don't appreciate, look, that y'all, y'all niggas don't be appreciating that at 20. I'm telling you, the man in my 30s. Bruh. I Veronica, appreciate all that shit. When Veronica came back, <laughs> oh, and yeah, you see that Veronica aged well, I was like, mm. Okay. I appreciate all that. Job. I have looked at pictures of my girl 
from high from college, I believe you was you was too skinny. Keisha was mad. Small. What was going on? Keisha was mad. <laughs> you small. was too you was too skinny. What happened? She was I need really you to stay thick like this. <laughs> it's like she'd be like, no, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm like, baby, I, I support you. Look at Ashley's college pictures. Stuff. Look at Ashley's college pictures. Just don't lose all that. Please, Bro, just don't Ashley lose all was that. Like, look at Ashley's college pictures where she's like fucking 127 or 130 pounds. No, tiny T. Bro. I don't want you to go back there. You go back there. I'm t- look, if I wake up in the morning, you get back there. I'm thinking you sick. Ashley is you five, get back to her twenty. You need to you need to, you need to have some muscles. Ashley's you need like to be five, stacked. Four or five five, bro. One hundred and twenty, one hundred and thirty, one hundred twenty pounds, or five four five five is too small. It's too small. Like you, you that, listen. You get thicker as you get older. The closer you get to mommy age as well. Yeah, I mean, look, get, get in shape, do what you gotta do. I got nothing against that. But some of y'all be trying to get back to your sixteen year old body. So your body wasn't fully grown yet. Don't try to do that. That ain't healthy. It that's not where you need to be. That shit <laughs> that's it absolutely it. bothers me. Every, it absolutely did bother me every season when they would call a girl fat on the challenge show. They did not have the only the only fat person they had on there was Eric. That was the only fat person they had on that show. And then he lost weight and he still he lost like 70 pounds. And they were still no, calling And they were still calling. I was like, I was like, represent for the big dudes, baby. They don't be thinking big dudes be quick. We'd be light on our feet. Wasn't the smartest player, but they were still calling. That wasn't that? Fat. Wasn't that? Because he in fact he got worse as he lost weight. He really did. He was. He, he, oh my god! Who was the one that he got into a relationship? That black girl with that fucking weave. Oh my god! See, look, all right, man. Look, we're gonna have to have a one-off show. I'm gonna bring my girl up here. We're gonna have a whole we conversation. Have Twan. We have about to. real one challenge. We have to. Because <laughs> my opinion of characters like, dude, she, changed look, over the years. She know more than me, man. I'm gonna bring up here. She ready? We, I'm gonna we, bring gotta, we have to do this because I, I finished let, the let last one tonight. I watched the last one available on CBS tonight, and I was it was so anticlimactic, and it felt. It was as anticlimactic as oh, as you watch uh, what is, uh, Dirty Thirty? I, I no, no, Vendetta, which is after Dirty Thirty. Oh, so they got the okay, so they got so they go to so they it goes to thirty one. Yes. All right. So they don't have, and I guess the newest season was thirty five. Yeah, the one that just yeah, Total Madness, the one that just finished thirty five. Yeah, so I don't, I can't see thirty two, thirty three, and thirty four, but I know thirty five. Also, the final challenge was anticlimactic. That shit was not interesting. The challenges yeah, actually they got easier as they brought in these new rookies because they actually were dumber than the people that they originally had on the show. Like, I don't know. Did you get to the season where Corey and Nicole had to count the fucking triangles and couldn't count the goddamn triangles? No, I mean, look, we we still on Rivals uh, 2 right now. My nigga. Because I, mean, I, look, I remember when Corey and them came in because that, look, I'm going to tell you right now, we need to have this show. But Keisha was so mad at that season because she was like, this is the first time where all the rookies had banded together and actually had the numbers. And didn't do anything about person, it. And then one person didn't do anything with it. One person like went to, to Johnny's side. Like, they had the numbers fully all the way. And they didn't do that. So ever since then, she's be like, there it is. They're and I fucking, can't do nothing with her. She's nigga, like, there it is. On Vendetta, they had, that's when they started doing the tribunal. They called it the Troika in that season. Yeah. Nigga. There was there's an episode where the where the women had the it was a woman's challenge and a woman it was a women's elimination. The team that won, they picked Tony. Fucking they picked Tony. What is that other swole dude's name? I cannot think of it. Zach. They picked Tony, Zach, and I can't remember who the other dude was to be on the, the tribunal. And even TJ was like, 
Hold up, dog. It's a woman's elimination, and y'all let three men do the tribunal when you had four Dude, women on your team? Here's the greatest thing. TJ throwing shade is the greatest thing Bro, in that show. It's the, it gets so much better throughout TJ, the season. TJ throwing shade. TJ looking at you and being like, that's a dumb decision. But you made it. <laughs> It's like it'd be that shit so is great. great. And I also like the fact that he stands up for shit in the house. Like he calls them out when they do fuck shit and they show up at a challenge. He'd be like, So what the uh, fuck is going on in the house? And they'll tell him and he'll be like, Hey, that's not fucking cool. That's not how we represent dude, ourselves here. Don't do that shit. That shit is that shit is great. So yeah, yo, let me know. I'll let you know we'll get we'll keep you blast through some of cause some of these, like all the ones she now, she's remembering just from memory now. Cause this is just she's just in her warehouse, so I will definitely get her on. It was weird because as I because I thought I hadn't seen them, and as I started watching them, I was like, "Oh, I remember this season now. I remember this shit. I don't remember how it ends, but I remember this." And then I got to like the, the dirty thirty, and I did not remember that, and I did not remember vendettas, and these new kids are so goddamn stupid. That I just I, I am I am blown by the puzzles they give them that they cannot finish. I'm just they the, like the one they had one where there was like there's lines with connecting dots, and in each line you need to put numbers, but you can't repeat the same number throughout the lines. And these motherfuckers, I was like, so basically all you have to do is just pull out the numbers. And just put them all in the lines to just make sure you don't put the same number twice. This is a puzzle, and they got stomped by it. I was, I'm just like, I, oh my god! If I ever start running and lifting weights, and I just want to go on one of these challenges, like I'm, I'm, I feel like I could do this because <laughs> this is stupid. It's fucking stupid. What? The? Man, you know they can't do puzzles. I'm like, what puzzles? This is the, Riddler wouldn't think to leave any of this shit on a note for Batman. These are not puzzles, bruh. You said these ain't the Riddler jokes. These are not real puzzles. <laughs> then, like, uh. hey, nigga, Corey tried to argue with the producers after he couldn't count <laughs> triangles. They were like, he was like, how many triangles is there? And the girl showed him. She was like, it's one, two, three, 27. But how did you do that, though? He, she literally showed him. She was like, "Here, here's the three sides. Here's the three sides. Here's the three sides." She did it for twenty seven triangles, and at the end, he went, "Man, I don't get how y'all doing it." <laughs> what? Damn. This shit sounds out of control, man. Nigga, the challenge has been. Well, it fully is, man. It is. It fully is, man. So Ashley was like, "I don't understand." At first, Ashley was like, "I don't understand why you keep watching these." And then, as I explained to her more and more how why I keep coming back, because it really is like a soap opera, reality TV show. The same people show up. They have beefs with each other. They have vendettas. They don't like each they other. Care, they don't they know carry why. over the beef for no reason. And then when 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 the later years came with there and Twitter got in, they carried Nigga. the beef to Twitter in between the seasons. <laughs> Then they started mixing all the shows, the X on the Beach, and the Find Your Love, all this, all these other shows that oh, MTV yeah, was doing. Because uh, MTV got bought up by Viacom. And they just started. And then like, Viacom got bought up by CBS. <laughs> so. It is just so much shit. So when you use, I'm like, one, I'm not about to go watch all these other shows where these people came from. Like, where did all these British people come from all of a sudden? They had a whole season of just British people. 
and you're watching it and you're like, oh my God, these people have been fucking each other in the off seasons. And now they're coming to do challenges. It's amazing. It's it's watch it and enjoy. Watch it, it is and amazing, enjoy. but it's also really, really sad. It's really, really sad. Like it's the human condition of reality TV. Oh, I I can't really, look. Really sad. I I let my girl binge it. I watch a couple episodes that I'm like I my mind needs to go somewhere else. I can't watch it right now. This is annoying. It gets too annoying. I I would I I was doing like a season every day. I could not stop watching them. I don't know how you did it, nigga. I don't know how you did it because I had it on in the background and because it's just fun watching them kill themselves or almost kill themselves at every challenge doing something stupid. (laughs) It's just fun to listen to, and then to watch them negotiate or make alliances and stuff. They don't these niggas don't really understand what alliances are at all. Like like you said in the tweet to me the other day, they're just a they're just a bunch of assholes. All of them are assholes. <laughs> there's that's, not a good person on that show. Need a good television for a challenge. There's no, there's one good person throughout the whole shit. It's Leroy. Leroy is the only person on that show who is not a piece of shit. Dude, look, Mike. I'm gonna tell you right now. You're gonna watch this, John, and you're gonna see guys doing some of the most disgusting shit to women. Trash. Like saying the stuff. Like I in mean, the early junks, yeah. one of the few people who wasn't trash, and I mean like outwardly going around trash was was ct nigga yeah but he was trash CT, though, right but like he was ct CT will fight a nigga oh in a heartbeat <laughs> but i don't know how adam he, survived that punch i really don't know how adam survived that say, punch. he never said and it was funny because they the guys will always get mad when ct come back because a ct was just a monster better looking dude to them and stronger than them and everything right and but he would always they were like, he always get the girls. And I was like, because he doesn't talk about them. Like, he's the only dude that'd be respected. He's the only, like, he would have two girls talking to him and he'd just be like, and they'd be like, well, you know, talking about, he's like, hey, I, I got respect for both of y'all. Like, he was not mean to people, to like, to the girls up there. Like, there's some dudes up there, man, they were just, no, it's, it's, I it's, mean, it's most of them. Trash. Johnny, like, Johnny like, Bananas, all, like, 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 get your bitch ass up, bitch. Like, like that. Oh, Jesus. And like, ETV didn't step in to do anything all about this. The way. CT's the early one that wasn't there. Some people who were like one offs. Leroy's always been a cool dude. But like, the guy, like, the guys who are trash and talk the most usually talk that way to women. And so many of the, so many of like so many arguments were like guys getting it getting in getting in women's faces on this show. Bro, the worst of it is when they actually do start to do the reunion shows and the recaps, and you hear them justify clips where they're talking shit to like Carl Maria or other women or outing them to Abe and causing friction in the house or getting or Johnny Bananas instigating shit with Tony to the degree where he had Camilla hemmed up in a corner like he was about to hit her. And they felt bad for Tony. He didn't feel bad for her. He felt bad for Tony. Like, oh man, he got kicked off the show because we pushed him too far. And they and they ain't never do stepping up to to another guy and being like, calm to, like, why are you getting all hype on a on a oh, on a woman okay. like that? Nope, they just didn't watch it. No, no, it, it actually it happens yeah. later when the British kids show up. So when the British kids show up, then Kyle and them jump in during one of these incidents and it's like, yo, that's a woman. Like, what is wrong with you, bro? Calm down. Like, what are you doing? And the you and of course the American people are like. I don't see the problem. Dude, like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, dude, so many dudes are jumping in these women's faces. I'm just like, nah, man, you ain't about to do that. You're not about to do that. 
I tell people all the time, people like, oh, what you going to do? I don't know what I'm going to do. I might get my ass whooped, but it's better you whip my ass than you put his hand on this woman and I'm and me sitting here watching it. Yeah, that ain't right. what about to happen. Like, if I'm going to come back swole up, they're going to be, what happened? He tried to put his hand on a woman and I took some hits. All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can live with that. I'm just blown. And it's, it's, it's not just that. They made racial comments and stuff throughout them seasons and them shows. Racial comments all the time, bro, man. Niggas the time. came out of blackface, Mike. Nigga. Right. what? When old girl Niggas came out of blackface, black she face. didn't know. They, they did blackface mocking a black character, and the girl that did it was the guy's ex-girlfriend. They had dated for like two years. They were on the oh, same team together Jesus. during this time. That was her, yeah, that was her well, teammate. Look. Oh, Mike, if you watch the episode, because they, he, look, she did blackface. She comes around the corner. Paula looks at her, and the look on Paula's face is like, what the hell? I have never seen so many uncomfortable white people. <laughs> okay, so this nigga's in, the, the dude is in the um, Tyree. Oh, kitchen cooking, right? No, who was the who, who was that girlfriend? It was, it, it was, it was Emily's. Ty. It was Ty, yeah, because Emily did the yeah, white face. Yeah, it was <laughs> Ty's in the kitchen and cooking. And Camilla. Right. There's some people in another, there's a separate room where they could eat at, like a little, the extra dining room. They were some people in there. But most of the people are hanging around the kitchen part. There's a kitchen's little table there. So she comes in in blackface with the other, with Camilla. And Camilla's supposed to be playing Paula, and then she's playing Ty. They so they come play, in mimicking their thing. They use chocolate she comes for around blackface, too. They the, use yeah, chocolate. She comes right over there. She sits on the thing. Paula is looking at her like what Paula's giving her every eye like turn around turn around Paula sees her down the hallway and Paula is like with her eyeballs just being like turn around turn around she comes in the thing does it sits down you can tell she she knew soon she came around the corner like how big this is going to be but she just kept going with it anyway all by the time you look back look by the time you look every every white person that was in there is in the kitchen behind Ty (laughs) <laughs> just kind of look at each other like when is this going to end <laughs> what is he oh going to do bro, they what's going to happen they just kept Dog, it. it was so there was no there was nobody like egging it on there was nobody being like oh that shit is hilarious everybody was just like oh wow <laughs> like everybody was just sitting there you know you know you you see something that's offensive and then you look at the person who's being offended bro, and you just yeah. tense you just like like that's that's how they would look at that tie just be but like that, you have you have that one where they did that, you have the one with Knight, where they had the black guy up there who came out as being bisexual, and they were cop, they were like everybody was impersonating each other, and his impersonation of the black guy that was bisexual was getting on his knees and opening his mouth in front of another dude's crotch, and everybody got oh. silent when he did that shit. Oh, who was the person that hit something that did something that was like, uh, I don't know what you're doing and stuff. But like when you come in here, be like, yo, yo, homie, yo, yo, yo. Like to the sub dude, I cannot remember Bro, who exactly in person was. Y'all, dude. Look, and here's the thing. Me and Keisha did not notice this till we watched this again, right? There are a couple seasons. There's about one or two seasons that came back to back where there was at least five black people on the season. How? Right? I thought they weren't allowed no. to do that. Yeah. So at least one one yeah, part had about, about six Jasmine. Seven. They would have Jasmine, John A., Those, Tyrese, Ty, and Leroy in season, and, I, I and, and Brandon him. was up there one time too. Yeah. Like, so oh yeah, Brandon. What, dude, no, it was Brandon. What was the other dude's name that, you, that came back? Um, Nehemiah. It was Nehemiah. Yeah, Nehemiah was the other one. So yeah, that one. There was one season that was Brand. It was Brandon, Ty, Tyree, Nehemiah, Jasmine, 
Jean A. Um, Probably I think that was Leroy's first season. Bunch of black folks. I'm telling you right there. If you see more more than four black folks, every time you saw them on camera, all of them were hanging together. Yeah, every oh. single time. <laughs> like every single, they would turn a corner, all of them would be together. They would be sitting Nigga. somewhere, all of them be that together. Season. I was looking at them. I was like, I was like, I did not notice this the first time I watched this. But these black folks are congregating together, being like, "Do y'all see these people, bro?" The yes. season, <laughs> the season that Nehemiah should have punched Evan his fucking jaw when they were teammates, and Evan threw a challenge, and they and all, then lost. Yes, Nick, <laughs> nigga, get could he hold himself up, bro? He, Nehemiah is better than me because I would have fucked him up. I would have fucked Evan up so. But yeah, bad. the the black people up there because like I remember they brought when they brought Devon. Up there from, because my girl told me she she'll read about it, but like Devon and Cam, they were both up there. Devon and Cam, and Lee were all on the show together, and they all had a pack that if they ever had an issue with each other, yeah, I remember them they talking would talk about to that. each other. I remember they're that. like, we not we not gonna be we not gonna be arguing with each other. I think it was Leroy who camera. said that too. I think it was Leroy who 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 explained. He said that it like the, yeah, Devon they were like, no, we not gonna do this. Like especially like, as black women, and that's why Devon won't come back. Like she's she's she says she's done, she's not coming back. But she still come it. on. Um, I I honestly don't know how you from, do it. She's from Big Brother. Yeah, and she just did Big the, the, the latest season of Big Brother. Big Brother's All Stars. I don't know how to do it because like Anissa is actually friends with these people, and I have no idea why. Because they do not think highly of her. They do not treat her right, and they shit on her every fucking season it's every season so i, I like I, I was trying to figure i was like why would you keep coming back to do this so i just went and I, I just started doing some digging because i what i wanted to know was how much are they paying these people to come back because it's the only way some of them hook nine seasons you've never won any money this is the only way you're coming yeah. back is if they paying you yeah it depends like, on how much it it depends on how popular a, I know you there's are. a set there's a set rate depending on so there's, your so popularity there's a, and how long you've been there. There's a rate for regular cast members like Jasmine and people that you see in the background. They do get paid. It's like a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars an episode or something like that. It's really low. But then people like Bananas and probably Kenny and Evan and Wes were getting like eighty grand for the whole season uh-huh. that they came back. Bear is getting about Bear is reported to get about um six figures. Bear who? Bear. Bear bear like the one that fucked Kaylee? Or Kyla yeah. Kayla? Be- yeah. Why? Why? Bear Bear because Bear got a he had a he has a huge following in the UK. Wow. That's why he keep coming back. Wow. He has a huge following in the UK. I remember somebody when they were talking about payment and they were report it was like reported that he's one of the highest up there. That's crazy. Especially with the new one, because he just has a because he has a huge following, so he's gonna pull he's gonna pull pull viewership when he's there. That's that's crazy. It just because it just didn't make any sense to me that these people would keep coming back that that weren't winning anything. Look, if I had the time, you're gonna basically pay me to take a vacation for two weeks. Yeah, I'll do it with a, with a, with, a, with a chance that I can get more money. Listen, I do get, that. They get to live <laughs> unless you I end up to on do one the of real those... world when it was still like popping because literally i wasn't a big party i never have been it would have just been get paid to live in a big ass house and be chilling and shit i ain't gonna lie i would stir up tomo like all the time if i was on real world 
I'll just start. Shit. <laughs> no, I, 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 I want to be. I want to be on road rules, man. I want to go do some shit. I don't want to do that. No, I'm good on that. Rules was weird, man. I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to go running up mountains. I mean, other than other than like live, you know, in the RV, but like, yeah, going to stuff, man. But I'm not gonna lie. I do like the challenge. I do like real world. Hawaii would have been the one. That shit would have. Fantastic. I would have did Vegas too. Like I'll do Vegas. I'll do Hawaii. They Man, real world Miami. That'd been that'd been fire too. They went to the Keys and yeah, one. I would have did that one. City. They don't put you in like Peoria, Illinois, or nothing. You just be in a spot that's popular. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good on any of those. Oh, that that New Orleans one would have been fire. That's the one with Knight and Jimmy, though, right? <laughs> wasn't that the, ah, yes. Wasn't that the one with Knight and Jimmy? No, that's the second that was one. The one with David. The first one is David and Julie. Yeah, oh, that's the Julie. one that played the kid. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that first one because they, they've been to New York twice. Well, New York more than they've been to New York more three times. Twice. But but they had there was a real there's two real world New Yorks, there's two real world New Orleans, there's two real world Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the second Las Vegas was the one with Leroy, and the first one was the one with Alton and them. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. We talking Julie and David. Come on, be Julie my baby David, tonight. Man. Yes. That nigga played the same song that for nigga. 15 years. <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> Everywhere he showed up, the same song. Same piano, same song. I watched that shit nonstop. Because I think New Orleans was right after Hawaii. I think. No, that was the... That was I remember looking at like there's a trifecta from about 98 to like 2001 that's our prime fire, high school year. Dog. Oh, yeah, like, cause I think it, I think it goes like Seattle, Miami, Hawaii. Mm. Uh, I thought New, New York was after Hawaii, but I'm you know what? It might go because someone went in ninety. I think I think two thousand was was Hawaii. Let me. I'm gonna look this up real quick. I don't know. I know Hawaii I know. was the first one I watched all of. Like I had seen some of Miami before that, but like I watched the entirety of Hawaii, and I was just like, yo. I mean, yeah, man, like, you know, Ruth, care, like, Tech That's was there, man. Yeah, Ruthie had a, exactly. Ruthie had a, had bro, a problem. Bro, why did Ruthie start? She got clean. That was good to see. Why did Ruthie stop coming back to the challenges? She was a strong contestant. Like, I actually she missed got, her later. She got older. So, Veronica came back when she was older. All right, here we go. So, so here we go. We got Miami was the fifth season, but Miami was 96. Then we had Boston, 97. Seattle '98, where that black dude slapped that slapped the girl. It ran out to the car. To uh, Hawaii was '99. New Orleans '2000. Yeah. New York. They went back to New York in 2001. That's the one that had Coral and and Coral. Mike. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the mid who you know now nah. getting his wrestle on. He it, he's great in wrestling, but I hate when he hosts the reunion shows because he thinks that's a wrestling event too. It's I really that nigga Oh no, he 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 fully hosted in college. He fully hosts as the Miz, yeah. And no, I just love the fact that I just love the fact that on that show they were in a novelty store somewhere, and he pulled out, he found a wrestling belt, and then pulled out his character, the Miz, and then kept that. He just kept it, <laughs> yeah. Wow. To wrestling, and he's been wrestling for about fifteen years, and it's like, it's like it's, it's and he's the same that story. Made it out of that shit. Stick to it, buddy. Like, oh man, see, dumb. okay. After New York, we had Chicago. Cause I had Tanya. Then we had Las Vegas, and then Paris. Paris was when we had CT. That was London, yeah. That and was punching that, CT slapping Adam, Adam in the Adam. face in the street. Because <laughs> Adam is the son of one of the Commodores, right? My man would just get smacked everywhere by CT. <sighs> I st- I, again, I don't, I do not know how Adam survived that fucking punch in that house. Because that was Woo! CT at his biggest. That was CT he, at I, his that was, that was biggest. That was drunk. That's what that was. That man should have been. That dead. was just. That was just drunk. <laughs> that shit. 
And I'm curious to know what happened to Wes because Wes was roided out swole for like the, the challenges in the, in the, uh, like the, from the 11s to like the 18. And then he showed up and he didn't have any muscles and he couldn't run anymore. And he couldn't swim. He wasn't really roided out. He, Wes was always a tiny dude. He looks small, big, like big. He's a tiny dude. Look, Wes was actually a beast in the eliminations and the challenges during that time period, and then he came back. Oh yeah, he, he was. was. He was like I politic now, and he kept, and he wasn't do. He wasn't good at that either. When he came back, he was bad at politicking. Nothing, nothing's better than the bananas backpack. Nigga, bananas best. backpack forever, ever is the greatest <laughs> shit ever. That's the best elimination ever. It, you know what? Bananas backpack doesn't even become legendary. Until CT uses bananas to knock over the barrel, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know I, that was my first time seeing it when I watched this that season this time through, and I kept thinking while he was walking with him, I said, "Man, wouldn't it be great if he used him to knock the barrel over?" And then he does it, and I was like, Dude, "CT hey, is a fucking monster." I I remember watching that, and I just remember loving. <laughs> The mess out of it, and 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 the next season they were all together. Johnny was so bad. <laughs> Johnny was so pissed at him. Johnny was like, "CT is the worst human being ever." He was so bad. <laughs> he he strong legged oh, that and, man. And, and CT never. At least they didn't show it. They didn't cut it in there. I would have used that so many times. I'd have been like, "Hey, nigga, you remember? You remember when I used you like a jam sport?" Nope. <laughs> like, yo, Johnny, you don't want like, me to put you on the back again, do you? <laughs> Dude, Yo, I, look, fuck that shit. Oh man, I'd have been, I'd have been referencing that the entire time because I know there's enough people there who saw it live. That <laughs> shit was amazing. And just keep saying this shit over and over and over. That shit, hey, you ain't gonna do nothing. That shit was, cr- I, I mean, he should, they should have won that season because he, he, that's the season he messed up because Adam messed up at the end. Bro, Adam, oh my God, I was so frustrated with Adam. That was the one where they did the running up the hill shit, and Adam couldn't yeah. get up the hill. It so fucking They think it was like, that, CT was literally dragging him up the hill. Like, get your ass up the C- hill. CT was a good one, better man than me. I would have punched Adam in his face that day. Like, nigga, we won. Like, I'm bigger than you. You're fast. How are you winded? After, I honestly think Adam just gave up on purpose. I think he just didn't care anymore. Because he didn't even try to get up. It wasn't like he had to climb. CT was already, like you said, lifting him up. All he had to do was move. And he just would not. Well, was, I, can't, I can't move anymore. All right, bro. Talking about, I don't know if me and CT friends now. CT didn't whoop your ass after what just happened. Y'all cool. Y'all are absolutely cool. This is a different man. He's clearly been to therapy and shit. Like, he is trying to work through his issues. That was another man that wasn't. Well, who was he fucking that season that had him sprung? Oh, Jen. <sighs> I'll tell you, man. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get uh, Keisha up here, man. Granny, we have, we granny, have a conversation. She granny, gonna love it. Jen we're gonna make was, it. Get this shit multiple was one parts. of the best looking women on the show at that y'all time. Break that a, y'all can break that. Y'all can break that season by season. She be here. She's ready. Ridiculous. <laughs> I have so much useless knowledge in my head now from watching all these seasons back to back. I had like, I went on an internet Google of Corey's sexual history. Cause I was like, I need to know wow. how dirty this nigga, nigga you was. Deep. You were deep. Nigga. I needed to know because I didn't, because I didn't realize 
again, I had stopped watching this or e- and either I had forgotten that Corey because I remember Nelson, but I didn't remember Corey. I thought Corey came from Teen Mom because Ashley watches Teen Mom nah. and I seen Cheyenne on nah. there and I seen him. But then I started nope. watching it and I'm like, oh, he was on the challenges, but he was on the challenges before Cheyenne was, but he fucked Cheyenne and got her pregnant, but he also fucked this girl, but he got her pregnant. What the fuck is going on here? This nigga's just fucking everybody. And after yeah, I did yeah. some Googling and some research, absolutely, that was it. Corey's dick dirty as fuck. He just be running around fucking everybody. But the, the fact that he fucked a girl who spit on another <laughs> girl he fucked by far. Nigga. What? You fucked a racist white girl that spit on a black girl and then you fucked a black girl? That nigga's dirty as fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who is this guy? Corey comes in later in the season. This mixed kid that shows up from a, one of them. I think it was X on the Beach or some shit. Whatever. I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. I don't know who this dude is. This, the one that can't count triangles. This is the nigga that can't count triangles. <laughs> I'm not good at puzzles. I can't. And it's the same triangle shit. They literally, for these challenges now, be taking shit that you see on Facebook all the time going up and down your timeline. It be those trivia questions. How many oh, triangles yeah. do you How many triangles do you see in this triangle? And the comment sections be full of all types of wrong ass answers. Yeah, we got we got to get Keisha up here. Because I'm sure she has way more knowledge about these niggas than I do. I'm still fresh. Learning all of this shit. Yup, niggas just dropped another Miles Morales. Funko Pop. I don't know if I'm going to get that though. Nice. I don't know if I'm going to get that. I am tempted. Because it is 70% off. Just oh, that's even better. Yup. They got is it him with the Jordans or is it something else? No, um, it is him. I don't know where this one is from. It's him in a black and white suit. I guess this might be from the comics. I guess where the top of it is black and then it fades the gray, which turns into white towards the bottom. Knees are gray, hands are gray and white, shoes are gray and white. I've never seen this Spider-Man suit before. Oh, shout out to them PS5 commercials. I'm black. I'm back playing uh, Spider-Man again on PS4. God, that game holds up well. It's fun as fuck, man. Just I keep thinking about playing it, but I I I hundred percent did it twice. Oh. That's, <laughs> sir, that's no well, excuse. Web swinging is amazing. It is, it's just one of the most amazing. That's why I know, man. Like that's why, I, like I keep seeing all this stuff with everybody, and I'm like, oh man, they're gonna be play this game again. It's so good, <laughs> it's so good, Mike. I put the link in the chat for the. Uh, oh, bet. So you can see, I've never, like I said, I've never seen this suit. I think I'm gonna play Bloodborne again too. I'm, I'm in one of those stages where I just don't care about starting a new game. I just want to go back and re-experience some old shit. I think I might be getting a FIFA game for the first time in three years. You getting 21? 
Yeah, I think I'm gonna do it. They seems like they've improved career mode substantially. No, I'm not gonna say substantially, but they've done some improvements and added some things that I dude. Would. They need to man because their career, like all the other career modes from other games, are so engaging. FIFA 07's <laughs> career mode is incredible. You can improve your stadium. You can like do individual player training. All this shit, you get sponsorship deals, all this stuff. Dog, they took so much stuff off. I remember off. hearing like old games that had like career modes. They were like, How are we in new generation stuff? But y'all took out stuff you that was great features. Back then. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make any sense. I can't get in. I tried to get into these sports. I can't do it. The career modes be confusing me at this point. It's just too much shit going on. If you. Look, honestly, if you don't know the the well, sport, sorry, the, the sport is hard to start. Incredible too. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. And then I tried to do two K. It's I, a lot just, to get into, off. but once you get into it, it's it's like I'm look. I'm playing. I'm playing uh, F1 2020 right now. I heard that game is really good, dude. It is. So I'm look. I'm 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 about to spend four hundred dollars on a steering wheel. This nigga like, serious ah, on the steering yeah. wheel. Like it's so much fun, and then when you get into the my team part, when you trying to get your parts right, getting the you going you getting R and D, you getting sponsors, you gotta you gotta oh, yeah, negotiate with your that. that's perfect. You gotta negotiate with your second driver, man. You gotta get your specs up to get other drivers, and they'll have, as the career mode goes, people will change teams and go to different teams and shit like that. Oh yeah, see, this so, sounds super complicated. I mean, oh, it was. Look it now, is. I'm saying the racing in F1 because I knew I knew very little about F1 other than like watching a couple of junks, and I got the game, and racing was difficult because it was too many damn buttons and too many things I ain't I ain't no initials for, and different types of tires and all this shit. And then once you get it, man, I'm playing this. I'm watching F1 and enjoying it. Oh man, all because, it it's all because of Netflix show. The Netflix show got me in it, man. Drive to Survive is so much incredible fun. It, it got drama. me in, man. It yes. brought me in, man. Like it brought me in, and now I got, I got, I got stuff saved on my on my Hulu. So now I'll be saving the races when they come on, watching practices and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's, it's great, game, and yeah. And the thing yeah. about FIFA is with career mode, it's instead of NBA Two K where you're playing the NBA and you're doing a career mode in it, FIFA has the leagues of like 25 countries. So it would be like if NBA 2K also had like whatever the Spanish Basketball Association is too and Greece and China China and (laughs) Serbia and like all this other shit. So it can be a lot, but also it's not that bad. I just don't like 2K because these niggas made me terrible and they expect me to buy shit to get better and I'm not doing it. Now, it's one of the things where you got to have 2K. I want to play. Two, I like playing 2K. The investment sometimes is there. But like these other games, racing games have really been my thing because they are extremely frustrating for me. And I was, and mainly because I'm playing two games by Codemasters, which is F1 2020 and, and Dirt Rally 2.0. You still playing Dirt Rally? These are, are notoriously hard. <laughs> yep. Dude, I'm sitting here, man. Look, cause look, I thought I was good in dirt rally. I was hitting it, I was sliding. I'm thinking I'm good, nigga. They gave me this place called Wells. They had me up here where, for some reason, we're gonna do a rally through a logging camp, and it's damn, what? just literally damn logs on on each side of the road, nigga. They be hitting me. 
they could be like uh uh three left three left watch for logs on the left i'm like why why are we rallying through here <laughs> why <laughs> also why can't i keep up with y'all the times are going so if the cars got more powerful nigga i drove a group b junk i understand why people died group, in the cars. Uh, group b cars are out of control they're my i favorite. understand why people died but in those cars there's no way nice. there's no way you need to have that much power going on dirt and you got to stop before you hit a tree no nope. yep. <laughs> it don't work physics it does not work i think i'm broken that way i think i'm broken i can't can't play anything too serious can't get back into none of the games i was seriously playing and because i watching the challenges i started playing fall guys because i was like i want to be in a competition with other people and survive <laughs> so i started playing fall guys and i got See, man, look, a little addicted playing racing games stupid. for me is like you played uh uh like uh blood bow in the second row you can just take the the difficulty and you just want to keep getting better and better. But it's so good. And I look it's at the difficulty so and I'm like, fun. fuck this game. It's so fun fuck to fight game. a fight a big ass princess wolf that's trying to bite your whole face off. I'm just knife. saying, man, when you figure out that that one line or that or that one breaking point so you can get around that curve and you shave off like three tenths of a second, it's it's amazing, man. Why is Fall Guys so fucking fun though? It's so goddamn stupid. Like, this has been the year for me of stupid fun games. Overcooked. Dude. Fall hey guys. man, look. Like, what the fuck? We in a pandemic, man. You gotta have these stupid outlets. <laughs> it's like, I'm just trying to, to have I'm just trying to steal my gotta go I'm just trying to steal my tail back and dive through these rings. Like that's I just want to come out on the end and win. I almost won Dude, one too. I, I, I I've been having so the, much fun playing Streets of Rage. Like, and, I and Keisha loves it. And I didn't dive. I didn't dive. If I'd have dived, I would have been the number one winner. Dude, like, Keisha loves Streets of Rage. She, she loved the game so much that she unlocked everybody before I did. She unlocked all the characters. Because I so got she, it as well. Dude, she unlocked all the characters places. and then went on my then went on on my profile and unlocked the characters for me. Epidemic changes people, dog. That's how much she played. I will come downstairs for work and I and I hear that damn techno soundtrack, and she is playing the game. Yeah, pandemic didn't change people. Me and Ashley watching Married at First Sight now, going through seasons, just watching people who should not be together be together. I'm watching. I didn't finish twenty some MTV challenges, but my dad be like, "What you watch this week?" I'd be like, "White people doing obstacle courses." <laughs> And having sex. (laughs) I don't like just fucking in the bathroom. Their favorite place to fuck. Dude, man. You gotta have fun somewhere, man. You gotta have a good time. I haven't been watching anything with any value. Nigga, I did a I did a Jurassic Park rewatch. I watched Jurassic Park 2 twice during my rewatch too. I just wanted to see it again. Me and Keisha re Oh man, what action series did we rewatch first? We rewatched all the Mission Impossibles. That's a lot of Mission Impossibles, my nigga. That's like and then, and then we rewatched all of those because she had never watched the first two. So I said we gotta watch all of those. So we watched all of those. We got all the borings up there now. That's a lot of and, time. And we just went through where we're going through um we're through four Terminators. Because she rewatched, I mean, the, rewatched you, Terminator one, two, three. If you watch Dark Fate. You can just start, and then we skipped. We skipped and watched Dark Fate because I told Dark Fate was basically the 
actual it was supposed to be story jump to three. And then I told no, her I'm gonna two. make it. She get she gotta watch uh Genesis and the other one with uh uh Emily Clark, Amelia uh, Clark or whatever. Yeah, Amelia Clark for for I don't know what reasons. You don't you really I started watching but, the um Daniel Craig Bonds. So I got Casino Royale, I got Quantum of Solace. Oh, I got I, I got, got the first the three ones. on DVD on Blu-ray here. I have I love Skyfall me. on Blu-ray and I have Spectre on Blu-ray. I do not have Oh, why Casino do you have Royale Spectre? Because I like Spectre. Uh, man, no. Hey man, I no. like I like what's the name? I can't even I might think of I might, I might right try now, to watch it. I like Spectre. Casino Royale. Great. Yeah. Quantum of Solace. Okay. It's a writer strike. I give him that. It's good enough. Skyfall. Great. Amazing. Yes. I like Spectre, Spectre. because of um what's the name? What's the actor nope. from Germany? That dude's nope. great. Chris, I know. Chris Fox, I understand. Christoph, what's the I name? Understand. Christoph Waltz. Oh, no. Uh, Christoph Waltz. My yeah. man from Inglorious Bastards. They yeah. couldn't figure out what no. I feel like they thought Daniel Craig was gonna leave after that. They did. So did they you had see established, how fat he got yeah, for uh, what's the they name? Established Daniel Craig Bond. First thing Daniel then, Craig did was get fat. Like they like they they did Daniel Craig Bond and then they tried to change him to like older Bonds and yeah. it didn't fit. It, it, That's why I can't watch it. It was they brought because like weird, but I I enjoyed it still. I still I like mean old old I like old Bonds. Old Bonds are campy. I mean I, I read the books. Like I like old, them. They're I don't fun. Like those Bonds. But like, like if you've bonds. already established a universe with this character, you can't like. Well, change him no i kind of wanted to, i kind of always treated the daniel craig bonds as the prequel to before he got the gadgets and they were going to blend into that in which they started to do i just don't think they fully i don't think they fully jumped all the way into it i think no time to die might have been where they actually got fully vested into that bond from that point before they kind of, before they fully get him out of there finally yeah no, no, no. daniel craig been wanting to leave for a while he has, but but them still, checks that doesn't work. Them checks you can't go from Daniel Craig Bond to to Pierce Bronson Bond. Uh, first of all, nobody should go to Pierce Bronson Bond because his Bond is terrible and their movies are terrible, and I'll never watch them because I don't like them. I don't like him. I gotta finish those books, man. I'm not watching. I read all of them in high school. I gotta finish them. Pierce Bronson, you you and Keisha watch November Man just for the part where he explains why they call him November Man. <laughs> Just makes absolutely no sense. Now we we're rewatching Psych now. Does it? What is Psych like? Oh, seven Psych seasons. Is great. Psych is amazing. I need to finish Mr. Robot. I have so it's much. It's on to Hulu, do. right? Psych is. Psych. Uh, Psych's on Amazon. Amazon. Okay. Shit's Creek won enough Emmys for me to finally go. Maybe I should start watching it. And oh, Shit's wow. Creek is fucking amazing, man. <laughs> watched any of it. Shit's Creek Dog, is shit. hilarious. Shit, Shit's Creek is a bit. Shit's Creek is a show we started watching a couple years ago because Keisha kept saying keep she kept seeing reaction gifts like of them just putting down scenes and she was like what show is this? So we found it when it was when it was coming on. I think it was coming on some channel called Pop. Yes. And it was coming on I think, I, I think we called it like season we called it in season three so we rewatched it called it shit. oh man it's masterful writing all the way through and it just gets better it gets better it is, as the show it's goes so, on like, it's, it, it has that modern family feel to the way they handle the camera work but it's so much more ratchet 
with the shit that they be saying if you actually paying attention. I can't remember what the actress name is from Home Alone, but she is by far the funniest fuck. Oh, Mora, Mora, she look, makes so Mora, many. Mike, things. you gotta watch it because like they everybody everybody has it's they have so many tendencies. Like they really like become their characters. So the way Mora talks. Like that's why you can just look up. You can look up Mora Shit's Creek and and the word baby, and you'll just see a whole like just list and list of of supercuts of her saying baby. But that the kids have their own mannerisms, the way like Alexa just holds her hands all the time and just flops them around. Everything about they everything everything they do and how they do it is hilarious. Nice. That shit what, is. Uh, what service is that one on? It's on Netflix. The whole thing right is now. on Netflix. Man. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, okay, bet. Then After they run their last bad. string of Emmys, I was like, I need to watch this show and see what this is about. And when I when I because it never clicked for me why they called it Shit's Creek and their explanation, the reasoning for it in the first episode for why it's called it, I was like, this is the dumbest, smartest shit for a show. Ew. Ever. What the fuck? It's great. It's great. I'm so I'm so happy. I remember watching that. So like that was one of one when I saw them win so much. I was very happy for them because they deserved it. Because the sixth season was the sixth season is still funny to me. Not as funny as some of the other ones, but way the the writing just took to another level in the last season. It it like it it reminds and the me characters of... got to evolve. It was it was. Everything was wonderful. It reminds Everything me of Modern was... Family, but like it, 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 it's funnier as if it, it from the beginning of the show, it's already found its groove that it took like Parks and Recreation three seasons to finally find. And after that, like and it stays there the whole time, funny. man. Yeah, everything they just do it, is funny. It never, they never lose the groove. They never do like like. Was well, Eugene Levy and his son the writers and the the creators or whatever that? Yeah, Dan, yeah, Dan Levy is the he's he writes a lot of stuff, but he's that's amazing that him and his father have the same goddamn eyebrows. That is like I kept looking at them and I was like, "Yo, are they fucking relate?" And then I saw the credits and I was like, "That's his son. That's that's bananas." I mean, it was great. They show they show people being gender fluid. And bisexual, and they didn't even, and it was not a. Here's a big. It was just like here. It, this is what, and like they're in this small town. Everybody's fine and accepted. It's so great. Like people, people wrote them full letters, being like, "I'm so happy to see. You. Like I wish I could live in a world like that." That's how good y'all writing is, and that's how much I feel like I'm hurt. It's a great, great show. Yes, Very emotional with it. That was a good one. I was hurt. Fun. I cried. I cried the last episode. I shed a tear in the wedding. This nigga said he cried. I don't know. I shed a tear, that. man. It's that's beautiful. A it's a beautiful show. That's a lot, sir. He cried. Shed a tear, man. Shed a tear. It's a lot. That's that's a lot of shit. A tear. The heart once with the heart once, Brandon. It's a lot man, of that's what I'm saying, man. Shed a tear, and I'm not ashamed. Do I want to try to? How much are these going for? Do do do. Man, we need to get off the phone, man. It's like two in the morning. Goddamn. Okay. <laughs> I just looked at this shit. Podcast hours. All right, y'all. It's three hours of podcasting. You said podcast hours. This is what we do. Shit. Nigga. We got to make up, man. We got to make these shits long so we can chop these up into three episodes. Bro, the last the last season of the challenge I watched, Tony was trying to push Tony time. 
every time he did something, he would yell Tony time. And I was like, I hate this show now. I hate all these rookies. I hate them. Tony time. Fucking fetch ass nigga. Yeah, it's time to go. <laughs> all right, y'all. This has been the 40 Acres Podcast. Uh, we will holler at y'all next time we record. But since this is three hours, hey, this is a lot of podcasting. So y'all enjoy. Have fun with this. And um, I don't know, man. Like, I guess me and Twan need to, me, Twan and Keisha need to sit down and talk about these challenges. Because I am, there's just so much stuff. Like, as a, I wish we could have watched this as a black watch. Because it just, the commentary needed to be there. It is, it's a mess. And MTV is kind of racist. But, all right, we'll talk about that when we do that. So, we'll highlight y'all next time. Tune back in. And uh, shout out to everybody who is still on premium. We have not forgotten about you. That probably is going to end up on premium. Because that, that is premium worthy conversations. But we need to find some shit to watch. Dude, I'm uh, down with disaster. I'm telling you right now, we need to watch Velocipaster. Trust me Why on this. Why are you one. trying to do this to us? Hey, look, hit me up when it comes. Like, we still got to watch The Quake. There's a bunch of uh, really a couple of other, uh, disaster movies. Velocipaster and The Quake. Velocipaster. Just. It's incredible. Man, also, like, during 2020 Rewatch, before we got to just give kudos, Black Dynamite, by far, is just one of the greatest movies of all time ever made. Dog, it's my favorite movie. Jesus fucking Christ. That that shit. Every fucking line of that film is funny. It's perfect, Every line. It's just so good. It's, it's, It's a fucking masterpiece, man. It really is. All right, y'all. We will holler next time. Till then. Peace. Oh, and uh, fuck Jay Electronica's 10-year-old ass album. Don't nobody care about that shit. Ah. Go listen. Wait, say what? I said go listen to Savage Mode 2. I got that pre-ordered on vinyl, so that is a great recommendation. Ah, yes. Yep. All right. Peace. <laughs>